With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, what's up, what's up? Good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Well, right now we, it's nighttime, but by the time you hear this, it's going to be whatever time you're choosing to listen to it. You're listening to Everybody Has an Opinion. Guys, we have a packed studio, a lot to discuss, a lot to cover. And shout out to all my brothers in the building, man. Jason, what up? Yo, 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 what's good? Brandon. Yo. <laughs> we got some special guests in the in the studio with us right now. I don't know if you remember this particular voice, Mr. UM. What's up, John? Yo. The trendsetter. Yes, Jason, you wanna introduce your man? Who? Nah, this 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 my people. Go ahead, Brandon. Oh, you slow. Yeah, yeah, shout out to um the, the president and the co founder of Life Sports Fitness in the Oh, Jared, okay. Jared Campbell. Go ahead and uh introduce yourself, my brother. I'm also a Floridian, and go you. You know it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. So we got a lot to discuss, man. But if this is your first time listening to the show, let me kind of break it down. See, Everybody Has an Opinion is a real sports show brought to you by real everyday people. We kind of just break down the topic just like you'd see in Undisputed or First Take or many of these other types of shows, but we give it to you in an authentic way. And at the end of the day, we want you to be a part of the conversation because we all know that everybody has an opinion. You can follow us on Twitter at EHO Podcast. You can jump on the conversation on Facebook at Everybody Has an Opinion, or you can go get on Instagram at also Everybody Has an Opinion and say your piece about any of the topics that we touch on at any given time. Uh, this particular week, though, man, I don't know, man. There's, there's so much to cover, and I'm trying to figure out how we're going to really balance it. But to be honest, where do you want to start, Brandon? Because you're, 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 you've been really vocal this week in regards to the topics you wanted to touch on. So I, I'm going to let you quarterback today. That's because he can't eat no turkey next week. That's why. Oh, he's already cranky. That vegan. That, exactly. Yeah, vegan, vegans hate. So hate wait, what do you eat? Like a, a tofu turkey? Yeah, I was about no, I, to say. I don't, I don't eat. Just sides. You know. Just, Just sides. sides. Collard greens. Man, Green beans, tomatoes, stuffing. Can you eat stuffing? <laughs> tomatoes? I don't think you can eat stuffing. <laughs> nah, I'm not, no stuffing. No, no stuffing. stuffing. Can you even eat mac? You're vegan. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing mac this year. I was doing mac last year because I was just vegetarian. vegetarian. Yeah. So, Dang, you can't even collard greens. Man, man, doing the, the Kyrie vegan diet. I know, right? That's the new <laughs> performance enhancement really? uh, diet. Yeah. What, has he been doing it as long as me, or is he doing what I've been doing? Yeah, he's doing what you've been doing, kind yeah, of. He hasn't been doing. doing you know, he hasn't been doing it as long as you, yeah, but yeah, he's so like he's trying to be like an advocate for it and doing. stuff. It's a big deal. But anyway, yeah, talk to me, man. To, Come on. Yeah, yeah. So, in this, you were up on a rock. Uh, Forty-five has some things that he wanted people to uh, thank him for, and so I, I basically wanted to know how the opinionists felt about Leangelo Bald and his cohorts. You know, being able to get back to the states and. 
what you thought about that. Wait, hold on. So we're jumping right out the gate with that? Right out the gate. Right Man. Out the gate. Right out the gate. <laughs> No Vaseline. No, I was about to say, we're not warming up. <laughs> no, nothing. No, no for, All right. For, um, what? for what? No for what play. That's well, for, can we preface it with the fact that they did thank him? Like, there was yeah. a news conference and all that, press conference and all that. Well, I mean, he made a big deal about making sure he was thanked. So it's not like they had a choice. How do y'all yeah. feel about that, though? That's my question. Like, the president feeling like he needs to get that adulation. I mean, at this point, it's I like mean, a show off to me. I mean, I'm not surprised, though. This, does, this doesn't surprise me, but I also feel like diplomatic solutions where you kind of keep college, American college players from going to Chinese jails, it's kind of like what you're supposed to do as like when you have the chance to do it. If it wasn't the president, it should have been the secretary of state. It should have been somebody should have been trying to get them from going to jail. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's funny though. I feel like if he wasn't already over there, they'd still be there. I feel it just so happened. It worked in their benefit mm-hmm. that he was in Asia when this happened. I agree. And if he was not, if he wasn't on his little Asia tour, they would still be over there. Maybe. I'll say this, though. I'll say this. They should thank him. Not, you know, it should have been, they should have thanked him. There shouldn't have been a, like a delay. It shouldn't have been a weird situation. But it, I mean, it should just be like, hey, you know, good looks, president. You know, like. But you know what? I I feel like, I feel like they would have thanked him. But for him coming out saying that he was waiting for them to thank him and, you know, making big antics about. Oh, are they gonna thank me? When are they gonna thank me? It's like, dude, like you should do. You should want to do this. Like it, they shouldn't have to. It should be something you want to do as the president. But I feel like he made it bigger than what it needed to be about receiving a thank you. I I feel like it was a publicity stunt, and the reason why I'm saying that is, again, why are you basically? tweeting or announcing that you had a you know you had to basically speak to the chinese president to get them out like you know go ahead and do it under wraps and then when their kids get out then they come out and say well the president looked out for us exactly and you know we want to thank him but the fact that you want to tweet it and say well i spoke to the chinese president to get them out like you're making this bigger than what it is you're basically putting it on you now like it's a publicity stunt jerry what's your take my take is you know, Donald Trump is all about ego, and yes. he loves Twitter more than any other president that's been out there. And, I mean, obviously, I'm not a fan of him whatsoever, so any news that he can get, in my opinion, is negative, 100%. Okay, well, I, I, I want to go, go a step further and say that I feel like whenever he has situations like that, in a way, he's publicly humiliated specific people perfect i mean not necessarily even if it wasn't intentional because uh y'all remember during the campaign um when they kept bringing up jennifer hudson and how he housed her during her crisis situation remember she lost her whole family like some you know there was like a real crazy situation that happened with her and like they kept talking about how he housed her and it's like in my opinion i'm like whoa why was that even why do i know this you know, why, why should I know that after someone's family was murdered or killed or whatever it may be, you know, that you house, like, I shouldn't, this, that's personal. I should never, I shouldn't know any of that stuff. I kind of feel like it, it's the MO. I think that's just the, the, the Trump thing to do. I mean, I don't know, Brandon, what, what do you feel about it? Because you're asking us a, 101 questions about it. You know, we want to know what, where do you stand? 
I mean, at the end of the day, um, as that already been stated, this is the uh, 45's uh, MO, so I'm not surprised. But the thing that I will say, it almost took this man a year to actually do anything, in my opinion. Hmm. Like, for him to, um, because, you know, China's a real different situation. That country doesn't operate like we do. So mm -hmm. for, you know, even, I, w I don't want to call it a petty crime, but for crimes such as, you know, shoplifting, they look at that as a, in a totally different light than we do. So those, they could have been over there for some time. And for him to, you know, get them out, I feel like this, and this is crazy to say that the, the president's biggest accomplishment so far is getting three kids out of jail in China. Like, I feel like that's ridiculous. At the, um, I mean, is it... I mean, is that really an accomplishment, though? Do you I know? Mean, do, you, do you guys know yeah, that? That's what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. His biggest accomplishment right now is, you know, getting DeAngelo Ball out of, out of jail. Huh. Were they going to be detained and stayed in? Were they going to be in a detention center? Like, what were the facts on this? Bro, well, they, they were, had. They, they were going they, to jail. They bro. were going to jail. They said they had video footage of them mm -hmm. from three other three stores, stores yeah. that they were shoplifting from. So it wasn't even like it was just the One sunglass store. thing. Yeah. So, and over in China, I mean, it comes, shoplifting comes with a minimum of two year, a two-year sentence. But how dumb are you, though, to, like, go international, overseas, and shoplift? Like, how dumb can you be? Like, how I don't how dumb are you to be LiAngelo Ball and have, like, your dad buying Ferraris exactly. and you're shoplifting? Like, it's just but, dumb. But, it's but, dumb all the way around. But, let, <laughs> let, 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 but let's be real, though. Just because you got money... Doesn't mean that you have the character. No, of course. Sure. So, yeah. so it's one of those where, yeah, even though his dad's out buying Ferraris, it doesn't mean that you know. So why do you think they did it? They've always been doing it. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think it's anything new. Like you said, it, they've been doing it. This is this, this is clearly nothing new. Right. They're not going to make China the first time they're shot. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's true. That's a, that's another point. Yeah, that's another point to look at. And, and you know, is, is it just? You know, okay, this is this is something that I want to throw at though. When we talk about them, see how we're like, oh, they're so dumb or whatever, maybe so so, so forth. They they are kids though, right? These okay. guys are are definitely kids. I kind of feel like when this is being discussed, that they're, they're not really talking about like it's kids. Meanwhile, earlier this year, you know, we had situations with with you know with uh, what is it? Donald Jr. and Kushner, and it was like boys will be boys, and these exactly. guys are like forty years old, like almost you know almost right, in their forties. Right, right. So what, what's up with what's up with the characterization of these guys being like you know hey you know like they, they're so ridiculous they're stupid no kids do stupid things yeah but then it goes to how they were raised then because think about it when but he when said we, he wasn't but, raised this way but but think when we were raised we were told right from wrong you know we were told all right you know what stealing is wrong this that and the other. So maybe that wasn't instilled in him, you know. I don't. It, it's no telling why he does what he does, you know. Maybe, maybe, maybe he wants some sort about? of limelight. Who are we we're, talking we're about? We're talking about Leangelo now, okay? Because think, think, Lonzo has the spotlight. The dad made a big old spectacle about Lonzo. He's the forgotten but, child. We and know. Then, and we then, know. then he, he made, then he made <laughs> the big old spectacle spectacle about Lamelo. Basketball player, though, out of all three of them. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Right. He's solid. But but then he made the whole big old ordeal while, <laughs> with with LaMelo, you know, taking him out of high school and wanting to train him. So, he like you said, he's been like the forgotten, that middle child is always the forgotten one 
in a sense. And maybe this was his cry for help. But have you ever heard that they say, like, preacher's kids be the worst ones? Yeah. It's hold not on, about hold on, hold upbringing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm they, a preacher's kid. Hey, they say it, though. They say it. You might be Especially the exception to the, the rule. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, it's not really necessarily about upbringing. I'm sure he was taught the right things. I'm sure he was taught right and wrong. Mm-hmm. You think you think LeVar's a bad father? Oh, we already know what's up with him. I don't think he's a bad father I don't father think he's a bad father I don't think he's a bad father. I don't think so. I mean, like I said, I, I feel like for him, it might have been... Him trying to show out, in a sense, his his cry out for help because I mean, I feel like he's been the overlooked one. Like the Lavar put a lot of emphasis on Lonzo when he was going through the draft process, training camp, the whole nine, and then again he put more pressure on Lamelo when he was like, you know what, I'm gonna pull him out of high school and I'm just gonna train him for the next couple of years. So I think you know it's been one end of the spectrum and that middle part of it just got forgotten. And I feel like you know it was. Hey, look at me. You know, I'm a ball as well. Cry for help. Yeah. There's an attention. I think, attention. I think so. I think so. When um when discussing something like this though, you gotta you gotta put it into some context too. It's like, all right, how is this gonna affect the program? You know? Yes. And you know, you have three of your three three solid players on your team that are suspended indefinitely. And they're really suspended more so not just because of the shoplifting or anything like that. It's really because of the shame. But hold on, hold on, hold on. The public you, shame. So you said suspended indefinitely because I was reading an article earlier. Mm-hmm. What is suspended indefinitely? Because yeah, at it could any be six time, games, exactly, it could be three games, exactly. It could be two games. We so, know. So my thing is, I felt like for you going overseas and shoplifting and embarrassing the university, you should be suspended for at least a year. Like exactly. you should basically have to redo your year over again. Ain't no NBA draft. You need to go ahead and do your year over again. The suspended indefinitely, I don't like that because, again, like you just said, it could be three games, it could be six games, and then they're right back, and then they can go ahead and do whatever they – like, what lesson have you learned from doing, you know – So, that, so that's, that's what we want to see out of this. We want to see them they need to be, learn yeah, their grow, lesson. Yeah, right. exactly. I feel like they need, to be, they need to be suspended for the year. Mm-hmm. I don't feel they should be expelled. Now, I think that's, that's going a little Not, too far. Right. But I feel like they should be suspended for the year. Like, don't don't – Ruin their education. Exactly. But so, so I got a question for you guys. What would you do if it was your child? I'm pulling his ass from school or her ass from school. Like you're coming back home and you're gonna go to school locally. Like oh. you don't you don't deserve that opportunity. So you that's it. That, that would have been it for you. Yeah. I mean you that's a, it's a it's a pre, it's an internet it's an international. Thing. You, you would have <laughs> did a Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> what would you? Like, you you're coming. You're gonna come. You're gonna come to school locally. I, I mean, I would have kept him at UCLA. I mean, you earned the scholarship. I'm going to go ahead and let you be at UCLA, but you're not attending any basketball practices. You're not basically doing any team functions. Oh, you're so you're basically... pulling them from the team. Oh, yeah, I'm pulling you from the team for okay. a year. I'm letting you go to school because, again, you're there to get an education. So I want to make sure that you can at least get that ed- education, but no team functions, no no basketball games, none of that. Because, again, you, you just brought shame to the family like right that's what i'm saying i wouldn't just you know i wouldn't ruin their education i'm just gonna be like no you gotta you know pretty much come home mm-hmm. or come closer to home and you're just gonna have to well, go he's, to school he, here he's already in cali right so. that's what i'm saying well maybe maybe you know go to a community college or whatnot you know you're still gonna get your education but <laughs> you're not gonna get all the perks because i mean even though you're gonna be suspended or pulled from the team mm-hmm. you're still gonna get the perks like everybody's still gonna know who you are. They're still gonna like, oh, come. Nah. Like I just feel okay, like okay, but now nah. can't that to me? To me, having a year off or whatever, however long it could happen, whatever. 
I feel like could make him a better player. Because I'm still thinking in my head, like, all right, so Lonzo is, is still, it's still in the air right now. We don't know if he's going to be a bust. We don't know. You I don't know. think he's going to be a bust. I mean, he's going to be a stat filler. He's going to fill up the stat sheet. But in terms of, you know, a dominant point guard, you know, you, it, it, we're transitioning into a league where scoring is a necessary component. Definitely. You can't really be Ramon Sessions and, and you know, <laughs> be, be, be yeah, Why you know not call the man out? You know what I'm saying? Like, you really can't. You can't. You just you got to be able to score. Of course. So, so, you know, it's one of those things. Like, the, the days of Jason Kidd are gone. It's not a big man dominated league where you can just throw alleys all day and just win the game. True. Somebody's going to shoot from half court. You know, True. it's not just Steph Curry anymore. True. And, and so, you know, when I'm sitting there thinking, well, maybe, maybe this gives him a chance to go, you know, hone his skills up, and he might come out and be, like, the, the, the savior of the ball name, you know? Like, because I don't have a lot of faith in LaMelo. A lot of people think LaMelo's going to be, you know, so great because he scored, what is it? A hundred and something points. Yeah, whatever it may be. Not happening. Oh, 90 saw, points? Okay. Yeah, it happened. I saw when he played Xavier whatever. What's his name? Xavier Perkins or, or the kid? Oh, you're talking about uh, Zion Williams. Zion Williams. Zion Williams. I, I Williams. saw when he yeah, played Zion, and Zion was, 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 was on him. killing him. Yes. So I, if Zion's killing him, I'm sure when he gets to the league, exactly. then he has to deal but, with but others. But Zion is like, see, I think that's unfair because Zion he's is a like, grown the, man. like the next <laughs> coming of LeBron James. Do you understand he's, he's going to still man. have to play against Giannis and all them boys? Exactly. They're, they're going to do him in. He's he's he, he already has a target in his he already has a target on his back because he's a ball. He wasn't even as as left as athletic as his brothers. His brothers are more athletic than him. Who are you his about? brothers are bigger. Lonzo is more athletic than than Lamelo when he was a child. Yeah, I mean he's fifteen though, bro. He, got time oh, he does got. You're right. He does have time. He does have time. But I'm just saying, Lamelo, the middle child, is the one I feel like. No, no, Leangelo is the one I feel like. Could could be the one that that's actually good in the league. Well, well you saying actually good like Lonzo's not good. That's he's good, but I don't think me. I think. Listen, he's good. I just feel like you know how when you got to put money on like which kid is going to be the kid that's going to be the one that that really does it. Right. Before this shoplifting situation, I was I kept telling people I was like, yo, but he's he's actually pretty good. You know, they just don't talk about him as much because he's not trying to score eighty points every single time he steps on the court. He does all the little things. He plays defense better than them. Yep. Like you know, what I'm saying like there's just certain things that he does better that I feel like translate better in an NBA setting. And so I was rooting for him, and then now he does this stupid stuff. So it's kind of like, man, I'm trying to find the positive of it, and the positive I'm saying is, well, if he's if he gets Stop for a year. That's a year more training he's gonna get versus what his brother got. But then think about this: a lot of times, when when you hear about a rookie coming into the league or just before the draft process, they always talk about character. This is gonna be something that's gonna be a, a big yep. knock on his yep. on his resume or his character sheet or however they yep. do it. So even taking a year off, this isn't going away. From top ten, are you to talking about in terms 20. of? Are you talking about in terms of where he gets picked? If yeah. he gets, you know, that's uh, good. That's fine with me, man. That means he gets to land on a better team. That means he gets to land on a better team because only the sorry teams get the first picks. <laughs> so you think you think he's a, a game changer for a team? I don't know yet. All I'm saying is we haven't even seen him suit yeah, up for UCLA. Yeah, yet. all I all you I know, know is that with more time, with more time, he's gonna have an advantage in regards to that aspect, and, and so. It's like I'm trying to find the positive from this. 
You know, because he, he, we all can agree he's stupid for what he did. We all can agree he needs to be punished for what he did. But at the end of the day, can we also agree that just because your timing isn't the way you want it, you know what I'm saying, God's timing is better, right? So if you get in trouble, it puts you in a situation where you have to sit out a year. It might be exactly what you needed to do for that you to, so you can get better, so you could actually go out there and post the type of numbers that you would need to post to be good. And you're right about this character thing, but, I mean, there's there's a difference between you know, just us knowing that he shoplifted versus all the other stuff that happens with these players that we don't know about that's not in the public limelight, but a lot of the scouts they know about or they have reports about or they know about the excessive partying or all the extra stuff. Like, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of feel like that's a knock. Like, if he steals, he steals whatever. He's a kid. He does stupid stuff. Just like we talking about uh, LaMelo's 15. The guy's what? What is How, how old is he, 19? 18. 18, 18 years old? Think of yourself when you were 18 versus now. I wasn't. I wasn't stealing. Thank I'm you. not saying you're stealing, but you were a different person. True. Were your, could you could you say that your character has grown since then? Of course. All right, then. So what are we talking about? We're talking about the fact that He's Donald Trump. China. <laughs> got black people out of jail. That's what we talking about. If we want oh, to look at it like here that. Here we go. If we want to look at it like that, I'll go as far and say I don't think it mattered. Um, that they were black. I don't think it was a situation like that. I think if it was three Duke players and they were white kids or if they was, you know, whatever it may be, if it was Grayson Allen who stole or whatever it may be, I think he still would have got them off. Oh, no, no. I, think it, was a, I think it was more about being American than it he was about being white He still would have did the publicity stunt, basically. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I don't think it was. Oh, come on now. We all exactly know Trump is, is savage. He does not care if you're white or black. He will put you on Twitter in a hot second right? But without he, thinking about but it. But he got to make him, like like my man over here just said, he, he got to make himself look good. So he his ego, it, it feeds his ego. So he got to pull the publicity stunt so, to feed his ego. So I, I think we've, we've come to a consensus. Uh, before we get to the next topic, we just had somebody else walk in the building. Yes, sir. Uh, Real just walked in the building. He so got to turn up a chain now, so you're yeah, yeah, cool you know, with me. You know. Uh, so I just kind of want to get your opinion on this whole situation. You know, we've been discussing well, my Trump. My opinion on the whole situation, um, honestly, you know what I mean, um, first and foremost, I'm, I'm glad Trump did step in on that situation. Never thought I'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Um, but um, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Um, first and foremost, like I said, I'm, I'm glad Trump did step in on the situation, but um, – at the same time, the tweeting about it and the guys owe him uh, all this, I, 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 don't, I don't feel that. You know what I mean? Right, right. But um, at the end of the day, you know what I mean, um, I, I really feel like it's a situation where, you know, you got a young guy, young guys, but this guy is more popular than most guys on his team. And um, Trump definitely did capitalize on it because of the guy's name. You know what I mean? I kind of like. I kind of agree with that. I feel like if it wasn't a ball, yeah, it might be a different story. Facts. I, I think just because Levar is so out there, and everybody, some everyone, pretty much knows about him because of his antics and things that he does. They're, they're actually compared in some circles. They are. They are. Levar and, and Trump. And Trump. Yeah, yeah I agree. Of what they do, not necessarily politics. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. And, and I feel like if Rash. this wasn't Leangelo and this was another player with the other two. They would be. I think they might China. still be there. Yeah, I, I think I, I think it had a lot to do with who was there. Right. 
So I going agree. back to Chris's point about Grayson Allen, which is, <laughs> you know, a, a decent player at Duke. He's probably the best player on the team, a senior. Nah, he has not the best a, player on the team. Uh, not, well, not at this point, the bag the kid is. Yeah. Um, but before he got there, I'm saying Grayson has been said to be dirty. You know what I'm saying? He is Certain, a dirty player. You know, in terms yeah, of his, his character, his, his, his character has been called into question. So do you think, you know, with him not being such a high-profile player, white kid now, Trump's not going to get him? Of course Trump's getting him. Are you kidding me? He's a Duke yeah. kid. Are you yeah, kidding yeah. me? That's what I'm so, so, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I, I hear what you're saying in terms of the celebrity aspect of it, you know, but I think your first point was the best point. Let me tell you something. He was already in the he was already in the neighborhood, so you know, hey, let's 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 get these kids out real quick. You know, it's it's a good PR move for me, and then I'm gonna just make sure that I get that that nice thank you if the, the way I you know the way I expected it. Yeah, to I be. need my uh, my praise. If the kid was going to Wichita State, they'll still be in in China right now. Yeah. Period. If the kid was going to FIU, FAU, the kid would still be in China. Dang, right that's now. messed up, man. Period. FAU, I mean, FAU's I'm just like, saying. what, seven and three? I mean, I'm just don't saying. Don't talk about though. FAU like that, man. I'm just Two saying. Two people graduated that's... from that school in the building, John. I, no, 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 not, no, no disrespect to FAU. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, though, we know if it's the Dukes, the North Carolina, <laughs> the, 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 the Yukons, like the big boys in the basketball, we already right. know he's going right. to, a publicity stunt, he's right. going because to do it. If, it. if it's not a ball kid, was it front page news in the first place? If it wasn't balls kid. If it was a big was time school, it still would be big. Players. Oh no, that would be back page. Probably Trump. the second to last page or yeah, something. Of course Trump gonna hop on it. You of, know course. I mean? yeah. of course. Of course. Right, so Forty five gotta get So that. then we shouldn't really look into it or we shouldn't read too much into it because it was just publicity stunt. They're they're indefinitely suspended. They'll be out by game five. They'll be able to play by the tournament. And then Lamelo, well, I mean, this one. D'Angelo. D'Angelo. See, man, that's, see, oh, exactly. see that's, that's how bad it is for him. <laughs> exactly. We don't even remember. I forgot his name earlier. D'Angelo will be in a draft. And, then we'll, and we'll forget about it next year. Yeah. It's that simple. Okay. That simple. Just like when Jameis Winston stole some crabs. Exactly. Crab legs. You know, we forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't forget about that. I brought that up in a, in a conversation with somebody. Also, I was like, man, like, you know, remember what happened with Jameson Winston? But I mean, number one pick. Exactly. So, really, is that really, does it really matter? Does it and really matter? And he said, fuck him in the pussy, too. He, <laughs> he did say that. He did say a, that. And we don't have a problem with that because our president is now. I would just. Forget Winston. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Period. <laughs> That's funny. horrible, man. Man, well, speaking of college days, man, we we got a lot to talk about in regards to these uh, these playoff rankings and so on and so forth. But also speaking of an overhyped game that um, overhyped, yes, man. Jeez, okay, I'm like, glad. I'm glad. I'm glad we got somebody like you in the building. Yeah, no, come on now. Go ahead, just go ahead. Come on, I'm sitting here thinking, man, Who's Notre Dame versus. You and I'm out here Whoa. trying to find a place to go watch can I, it. Can I talk? It, I'm gonna, we get we get into oh, okay. it. We get into yeah. it. It was an overhyped game. You we know why? Four, Let me we tell need you the why. Play not John. Look, Catholics versus comics. I get it. I, I know history. I, uh, it's a listen, lot of history. Let, I don't like to get out of bed and rush over somewhere and go get a seat and go pay money and go be in an establishment to go watch a team get. Blown. That boy, UM looked out of control this this weekend. Can I talk? Now? I couldn't believe how good they played. Ooh, 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 ooh. I got but listen, <laughs> but one of the big reasons that they played so well had to do with this. Oh, you might as well let this ride. 
chain, turn over 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 chain. You seen big homie get the fumble, he get a turn over chain. Seen big homie get the pick up, he get a turn over chain, 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 turn over chain. You see the whole crowd don't use up. We want that turn over chain. See the whole crowd going crazy. We want that turn over chain, turn over chain. Turnover chain is deeper than jewelry, deeper than blink. It's deeper. See, this is our thing, and you as a team is strictly for cake. Do you? Invented the swag, you rented and brag, but we want it back. Let me get that. But you can keep the old one, cause we keep something new in the bag. All of these players is hungry, don't come in here thinking it's funny. We aim it for something, rocking the chains when it's sunny. Even when rain in the summit, we ain't gonna be funny. Hope your quarterback don't think it's sweet. The defense will make him take a seat. And if somebody strip the ball out, then somebody get accumulate. Now you know how I go with the fans, though. We be going wild out in the stands, though. If you're not with a team, you're not familiar. If you throwing yours up, you're not familiar. Come on, get loose like a band, trombone. Throw three or five up, my home. CWA, tell them about it. All the canes going wild when we yelling this out. Turn over chain, 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 turn over chain. You seen big homie get a fumble? He get a turn over chain. Seen big homie get the pick up? Turn over chain, 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 You see the whole crowd don't use up. We want that turn over chain. See the whole crowd going crazy. We want that turn over chain. Who Man, listen, so Yo. we, we got to talk about UM, and yes, we got to talk about, you know, the college football playoff rankings. You know, seeing that game, the reason why I was bringing that up about the, you know, overhyped game was just kind of like, I feel like they're not really getting the respect they deserve. And they're starting to, but it's, it still needs to be a little bit more just because when I saw the playoff rankings and I see that Clemson, 9-1, and one, was above an undefeated UM team that just did what I just saw them do the last few weeks. And it wasn't like they ha- didn't have some comeback games. I think the Virginia Tech game, they were down. They came back. No, no, no. no we, they we, were, we, we were ahead, though. Which, which, is, which is the one that they came back? Um, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Yeah, Georgia yeah, Tech. That's UNC, the one. UNC. Was no, was up the entire time. We, they, they started listen, coming I'm back. Come back this, guy, this guy knows UM like the kick. Let's let's talk. No, 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 no. That was not UNC. No, 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 no. That was Georgia Tech. Right. That was a great game. That was a good game. Okay, so so this is what we're going to do, Chris. Me and you're going to step back. Yeah, clearly. We're going to let the Canes fans talk, and then we'll interject periodically. But what I will say is I do think their ranking is appropriate. That's okay, just, that's just my opinion. Let right me now. start off. So, so, so you can start off from there because yes. I do think on the field, Clemson still looks like a better team than the. No. Oh my god! All right, so, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish, and oh, then I'm gonna bad. let I'm y'all so sorry, ride bro. out. I'm I, you let know, y'all you gotta get hyped about this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Go ahead. So I'm gonna let y'all ride out. So what? What I will say is, the last two games, you guys have looked phenomenal. Right? Okay. Okay. I give y'all that. So, True. but the season has been ten games long. True. So the first few weeks, you guys struggled with teams like North Carolina, who has only won one game. Okay. You barely beat a Syracuse team that did beat Clemson, but 
when, when, when I'm looking at this entire situation, when you're talking about the best teams, it's mm-hmm. not about record. Mm-hmm. we got to obviously understand that when it comes to this college football playoff. Right. It's the best four teams, not the team that has one loss, mm-hmm. two losses, or whatever. Mm-hmm. To me, you look like the third best team. That's what you look like. I'm not saying that your okay. record shouldn't okay. say okay. more than that, but Clemson, to me, the way they've played against other competition, competition that they should destroy, they've been destroying. Except that one loss, they slipped up when Kelly Bryant got hurt. So I'm going to let y'all go in. I like that. So, so, uh, let me, let me, no, no, no. no. Let's, let's, let's address Brandon first before we even get into that. Alright, so let's address this whole playoff situation first. Alright, so yes, Clemson is number two, Miami's number three. The way I feel is Miami should definitely be number two. Reason being, first and foremost, Clemson's only loss, again, is to Syracuse. Yes, they lost their quarterback in that game. Yes. True indeed. But everybody's forgetting the fact that Miami lost their number one running back right. before that game. I'm Walton right. was the number one running back coming into the ACC this year. So everybody's forgetting about that. Everybody's putting emphasis on Clemson losing Kelly. I mean, Kelly Bryant, whatever his name is. Absolutely. But y'all not forgetting that we lost our leading court, our running back. So we had to now go back and replace our running back. Okay. But at the same time, we replaced them, and we've been doing very well. So let's start off from the beginning of the season because, as you guys know, when we first did the whole preview, I told you guys I felt very confident going into this season. And we, and we, I kind of looked at you crazy. I ain't very, you me real crazy. And I felt very <laughs> confident because I'm ashamed of devil. I, do, I do my research. Canes, I am a Canes addict. So, you know, kind of by, so let's, 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 let's fast forward. I mean, we won. I'm sorry because I don't want to be too long. So starting the season off. Again, we start off with Bethune-Cookman, easy game. That, yeah, we go through a hurricane. We have to cancel a game. Everybody's forgetting that as well. Mm-hmm. So when you're used to practicing every day and now ha- not having to practice for three weeks, not being away from your, being away from your team for like another two weeks, mm-hmm. that actually can play into your head mentally. I'm Look with you. I, I play football. I play hence, football, so I'm with you. Hence Florida State. Okay. I'm going to call it how it is. Hence Florida State. That's the reason why I feel like Florida State has not been able to gel the way they, because after that Alabama loss, if they would have had another week to actually play football, I don't think they would be in a predicament that they are in today, right now. Okay. So you don't think that's Francois written all over that? I don't think it's just Francois. They I think still it's got a, I think it's a five stars all over the Exactly. Field. You still got Derwin James. Exactly. Burns from here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a cultural thing, but I feel like if they would have been able to play that following week, Again, having time to gel with your team, it would have been a different story. But we're going to go jump back to my Canes. So, again, a three-week layoff. We come back. We play a Toledo team who actually is a pretty good team. So, when you say pretty best, good, what does that mean? What does meaning that mean? they have a really good offense. They got is one of the best. Is it a top 25 team? That's of course a not because of, So, because, then it's not a pretty good okay, team. Okay, I'll leave it alone. Boom. All right, okay. so they go ahead and score what we score. They score 30 points on us. We score 60 points. Again, we're just not getting off of this three-week layoff. I'm with you. Okay, so now after that, now we go ahead and cl- play these close games. Yes. Again, That's the problem I have. Oh, no, let, let's get to it. Okay. So these same close games are the games that Miami lost last year. Can you remember that? Absolutely. Notre Dame, we lost by three points. Um, FSU, we lost by a point. Um, the other team, um, um, I said Notre Dame. No, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Notre Dame, three points. FSU was one point. Um, and UNC. UNC, I'm sorry. UNC was by a touchdown. And then and Virginia Tech was the only team that blew us out last year. Destroyed us. 
blew us out. Yes. So Thanks, again, Jared. this was a this was a revenge season. So again, those close games against the Syracuse team that again that just beat Clemson, they're on a emotional high right now. Come to Miami, and Dungy's not a bad quarterback. Miami shut him down. They have the leading, the two leading receivers in the NCAA. He did run. He did. He his receivers though. He has the two leading receivers in the NCAA, and we shut them boys down. He could not pass the ball to them boys. Georgia Tech had one of the leading rusher because their quarterback with that wishbone offense was running all over everybody. We shut that down. North Carolina, yes, they're they're sorry, but for some reason, they, for some odd that. reason, they always play Miami tough. And yes, that was a game that I actually was really worried about because going into North Carolina, that's a tough environment for Miami. We came out with the victory, boom. But when it came down to the Virginia Tech and Notre Dame game, nobody, unless you were a true Kane fan, nobody had us winning them games. All I heard was Virginia Tech is gonna. Their defense is so stout. Their defensive line is gonna shut us down. And this is the when we came in there and beat them, then everybody's like, oh, okay, well, maybe maybe they they're Virginia, okay. Yeah, they maybe Virginia okay. Tech good. Exactly. Now Notre Virginia Dame, Tech's not, not all that. Miami is good. So Notre Dame is the number three team in the nation who has the best running back yeah, in the nation right. is going to come into Miami yeah. and blow up Miami. Right, right. And we saw what they did. We saw what Miami did to Notre Dame. So my thing is there's, there's – Okay, if you're a true Miami fan, you know there's always disrespect when it comes to Canes fans because we always feel like it's us against the world. So, again, if this was a close Miami versus Notre Dame game, I I honestly believe 100% that Notre Dame would have won that game because I feel like the the White Hats would have made it happen. Period. Miami had to come out there and blow them out to basically make it a convincing win because if we don't, they're not going to give it to us. So, Miami beat... Clemson, I mean, Miami beat Syracuse, a team that Clemson lost to. Correct. When it came down to it, we look at our strength of schedule compared to Clemson. Yes, Clemson had the early game against Auburn, and they beat Auburn by, by, by a touchdown. And you're going to tell me that Clemson is still – Auburn's the, a better team than Notre Dame, by the let way. Me tell you, let me tell you – who? Yeah, Auburn is a better team than Clemson Notre Dame. Clemson has I seven, agree. seven top 40 wins. Clemson does. Right. Seven top 40 So, Jerry, let me, let me get to you real quick. You was at the game. Do you think the – the atmosphere played a role in how you guys performed, or were, were, was it the, the team feeding off the crowd, or the crowd feeling, uh, you know, basically getting the energy from the team? Like, what was your take on what happened when you were you at the game? From pre-game to the end of the game, that stadium was absolutely rocking. It was electric. Um, Crazy. It was absurd. I mean, I've been to so many different Hurricane games, from the Orange Bowl to you know Hard Rock Stadium, and that by far was the most electric stadium I've ever been in. You know, the next day I was literally exhausted. It felt like I drank two cases of beer. I couldn't get <laughs> I felt the, same the way. next day. But, I felt um, the same way. You know, just going, you know, off of the rankings, um, it really doesn't matter. You know, if we're one, two, three, or four, we're going to play in Clem- Clemson, you know, in Georgia and prove ourselves that we are, you know, a in playoff <laughs> contention team. I mean, defense wins championships. Exactly. And we have that four job. straight games with four straight that. turnovers. Exactly. Turnover chain has been rocking exactly. hard. Exactly. And no one could take that away from exactly. us. Exactly. I mean, we have the number one differ, um, turnover differential. Exactly. In the top five conferences. Um, I mean, we're killing it right now. So, I mean, to have the fact, like you said, Mark Walton not being there, um, you know, and, you know, Richards 
his hands are like butter right now. I don't yeah. know what his I don't know problem what's going is. On with him too. But you know, Malik Rozier looks faster than he was at the beginning of the season. True. It's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. And I mean, who thought Homer can had wheels like that? I, mean, I knew he, he had. I knew, I knew he had wheels like that. He just that. never had a chance yeah. to get out there. Exactly. So, I mean, and Dallas is legit. I was just gonna say, did you Dallas not enjoy Dallas playing the Wildcats? Super oh legit. God. So, I mean, we have the pit places. I mean, we have another top, you know, five recruiting class coming in next year. Right and um, I mean, we're stacked. I mean, the U is a hundred percent back. So. Brandon, real quick. Okay. So, real, you, you, do you believe that Miami will beat Clemson or, or Clemson will beat Miami? I think Clemson will win the game. Let me tell you something right now. <laughs> Miami's goal Uh-oh. At this entire time was to reach. Was to, exact, thank you. Was to reach the ACC championship game for one goal, and that's Clemson. You don't think they've been planning or scheming for Clemson? No, I believe it. Okay. But, but what I'm saying is I just think Clemson's a better team. But let okay. Me, but let me go to real, real quick. So go ahead. Malik Rozier, I guess he's the topic of conversation that I really want to get on because – when I think about Miami quarterbacks, I think about, you know, Ja'Cory Harris. Yeah, Brad Kaya. When I watch him play, I feel like he is the Achilles heel. To me, I feel like. Malik Rozier? Yeah, I feel like y'all don't have the quarterback to win the championship. Do you? Do you? I feel like you have the defense. But I don't I feel, feel like, like you have the quarterback. Like, if I look at Alabama and I see Jalen Hurst and I'm okay. I look at Clemson and I see. Uh, Kelly Bryant, I feel like they're okay. Nah. Well, you I, know, wait, real quick though. You know uh, what's I, interesting about that comment though is the fact that I see Malik Rozier and I see him do, being able to do more than what Brad Kaya right, did. Exactly. Right. Being able, and I'm now, so now even think about, well, and, even, and I'm, I'm seeing that he could do more. Think about when then the Morris. last UM championship they had Ken Dorsey. Mm-hmm. Ken Dorsey was trilling in college. But Ken Dorsey Ken Dorsey was one dimensional. <laughs> like he but wasn't gonna he Ken wasn't Dorsey would get the ball he had a Hall of Famers on his team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what I'm saying exactly Malik Rozier can beat you with his arm and his and legs. His legs. Exactly. But, but what I'm saying is I don't see the explosive offense. What I see is a tremendous I you guys look like to me seriously and and, and there's no disrespect to Malik Rozier. You guys look like the Baltimore Ravens that won the Super Bowl. Whoa. No, no, no. I'm gonna let my I, man go ahead and respond real quick before like, I respond. I feel like if we would have had Kaya, we probably wouldn't be in this position. I agree. Really? Because with Kaya, we is one-dimensional. Yes. And uh, and the offense that we run, you know what I'm saying, what Mark Rich want want to do, the RPO, run pass option, Mm -hmm. you can't do that with Kaya. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, even last year, um, I don't know the numbers. But Kaya got killed last year, man. And Virginia Tech, he had eight sacks, you know bro, just that one game because so, he's a statue. Right, exactly. He run like a 10 minutes in the 40, bro. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When, you got, when you got Rozier back there, exactly. you got teams that game plan differently because this guy take off. And his arm not that bad. I know you saw that touchdown to um, the Berrios. That of course. Dime, bro. Look at the touchdown man. to um, Jeff Thomas right. in the North Carolina game. But my thing is to oh, Brandon. Right, right, right. My I'm, thing is I'm to just saying how it looks to me right now. As no, a casual no. fan, it looks like but, the, the quarterback may hold y'all back from winning because so, Homer looks phenomenal. The defense looks phenomenal. It's just I don't see that. It's so in the weakest link. So let, me, so let me say this, though. So Mark Rick basically really wants Rozier to be a game manager. Right. If you look at his stats, Mark uh, Rozier has already thrown 20 touchdowns and only thrown seven interceptions, bro. That's a lot of picks in college football. Well, I mean, but, but you think on. a lot of that just happened, too. Bro, yeah. 20 touchdowns and seven Virginia interceptions. Tech, Virginia Tech, he threw like what? Two or, he two threw, or he three. Threw three. three. And three. That, that's, three. that's where that number started to jump off. Exactly. He still had a great game. He still had a great game. So what I'm saying is, though, 
he's making great decisions. He may not be doing the explosive plays that you want to see like Lamar Jackson, but he's making the right decision and he's putting his team in the right position to well, win. He's not – He's Baker not, Mayfield. I'm not expecting that. Right, from him. right. What I'm saying is, I'm expecting if you're telling me you have a championship quali- quali- a caliber team, I'm expecting the quarterback to, to show me more. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm going to let you two go. But I'm happy you actually mentioned the Baltimore Ravens because when Baltimore won that Super Bowl that year, they had um, I Trent forgot Wilson. his name. That, right. That, and all he was a game manager. Game manager. Don't make no dumb decisions. Don't throw no interceptions. You got a decent running. You got game. a good defense. You got a decent running game. Throw the throw the fastball when you need to throw it. But don't make any dumb decisions. And that's what he's doing right now, and that's what we need. Just in the comparison standpoint, would you would you say that Dak Prescott was the Achilles heel to the Cowboys? Ooh. No, because Dak Prescott at Mississippi State was a Heisman Trophy candidate. I don't think Malik Rozier would that's ever fine. Be. That's fine. But in terms of play style, can we can do you see the similarities? No. So you what? feel like so you don't think that you don't feel like that his feel- and I'm not talking about his Mississippi State stuff. I'm talking about his NFL, what he does at the Cowboys. Right. You don't feel like Malik is a similar type of he short passes, d- d- uh, uh, dip and dunk. You know, run, run, run. You know, mobile quarterback. Not really. You know, like I, I feel like I feel like they they're comparable. Maybe, maybe I not. It's not a spitting him. image. No, no, no. But no. they're comparable. But all I'm saying is, okay, look, look at this. When I see the Miami defense, what they did to Alex Jones and Wim Bush in the third ranked team, I see a defense that I feel like, whoa, you can win. When I look at the other side of the ball and I see you struggle to get first downs at times, that's the concern I have, and that starts with the quarterback. But, because when I see Homer run the ball, I'm like, damn, he's a good running back. But when I see constantly you, you struggle to get points against teams like North Carolina, against teams like Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. when I see you struggle to get points, I'm thinking, well, damn, is it the quarterback? And that's why I'm asking. I'm not you, telling you. You ever heard of the saying, playing down to your opponent? So that's my thing with Miami, and that's my biggest concern yeah. with Miami. I'm gonna because say this. I feel like I mean, they played down to their look opponents. The last two look, weeks, though, man, against ranked opponents, what is the score like, sixty-two to eighteen? Right. How many, what, points, how many points did the defense score though? I'm gonna I'm I'm tell y'all this right now, Virginia. Virginia is gonna be a trap game for y'all. That was their first. I, 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 Virginia is going to be a trap. I agree with you. It'll be a trap game in the first half, but the second half, Miami will pull away. I feel you though. Virginia's not a sorry team. I've already done my research. Bronco Mendenhall got them boys playing. But let me. But we're going to win that game. But you spoke about championship teams. Alabama last year. Go ahead. Jalen Hurts was Mm -hmm. terrible. Exactly. Terrible. Exactly. Okay. They won off a def. I mean, they got to the championship game off a defense and their running game. (laughs) Period. So we have that same formula Mm -hmm. in place right now. Mm -hmm. We're not saying that our focus right now is getting to. I think so. I really have. From last year to this year, yes. I agree. From last year to this year, yes. Jalen Hurts last year. Reason why I'm saying that I'd rather believe is that uh, whoa, Alabama we don't have receivers. Oh, Are you no, kidding me? No, 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 listen, listen, listen. What I said, you gotta hear. You gotta hear what I said. We still have. No animation. To me, we do. We still have a good. We still have a good crop though. And honestly, like in my mind, I think we have a better. Really? Yes. Who's better than Ridley on y'all team? I like him. I'm on Richards when he's when he's healthy. He's, he's been battling mm-hmm. when he's healthy. No, Calvin Ridley is, is okay. Legit. So let's pull up. Let's hey, pull up. So he is. Hey, and, he then it's, and, and it's a guy from Broward County that's a freshman in Alabama that was the number one. Jim. 
Come, come on, on, bro. Man. You know I know. Okay, come so, on. But Jerry Judy ain't doing nothing because but, we know how Alabama is. Alabama, no, the way they run their offense. Jerry Judy is the next Julio no, he, Jones. He bro. is. But what, the way that Alabama runs their offense, bro, they only have one premier receiver that entire yeah. season, right. and that's it. And that's right now Calvin, Calvin Ridley. But who on your team is Calvin Ridley? That's what I'm asking. Amon Richards. Amon, remember, Amon Richards had an Alabama offer, bro. That was the, the last two coaches that was in his living room was Mark Rick and Nick, Nick Saban. Saban. He chose okay. to go to Miami. So well, he's hurt. He's been playing hurt the entire six season. Two. Six two and what? Like okay. well, I mean, one eighty. I, I do have to four, what, four, on the side four, of Brandon. Our offense does struggle in the red zone. It does. That we is our second heels. to last in goal to goal in the nation, yeah. and we're ninety third in red zone. But when it comes so, to the big plays, though. But at the same token, you know, when it boils down to. Championship football scoring in the red zone is extremely important. Yeah, Definitely right. agree. We have Definitely stepped it agree. up the last two weeks. We have one hundred percent. We have and and I like Bear said on ESPN, we are peaking at the right time. Correct. Right. We are Correct. peaking because right. of the the time we had off, the sixteen days, being away from our facility, being in Orlando. We are peaking at the right time. I agree. Everyone else is hanging on for the ride. Right. We had time off. We had time now to gel as a team, mm-hmm. and we have the most confidence going in out of any team in the that. Big Four right now, I hands agree. down. I agree. Oklahoma. I mean, they're super legit. I but mean, they're, 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 they're But they stepped up against TCU. That True. has a very True. high potent offense True. as well. Yeah, True. So, like you said, they're Virginia defense. Tech. I mean, Virginia will 100% be a trap game for us. Pittsburgh always plays us tough. Pittsburgh yes. did also ruin, almost ruin Clemson's True. situation last year. True. So they're going to come in, um, you know, just ready to take on us 100%. So but the next two think, games are going to be huge for us. I think that atmosphere will help us out against Virginia, though. Right, but we play Pitt in Pitt. There's only pit. like 700 tickets left for the right. game. Right. For but, the new one game, you know, that's great. But you the thing that? about it is, though, guys, the way that Rick has these guys thinking right now. I don't think it's him. I think it's all the veteran players, Ed Reed, right. Will Ford, right. Yeah. But it's just the, no, it's, 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 it's the culture. Mark it's Rick's basically the, cult, it's the culture. Yeah. But what I'm saying is right now, the way the mentality of this team right now, they already feel disrespected. Yeah. So they're not going to – I mean, yes, Virginia is going to be a tough game, and I don't put nothing past Virginia. And I, like I was just telling him, they may actually come out in the first half and actually have a decent game, but when it comes down to that second half, Miami's going to win the game, period. Because their mentality now is different because they feel disrespected. Right. Jaquan Johnson came out yesterday in, 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 in the press conference at the practice and said, yo, we're going to play like we're disrespected because everybody's disrespecting us. They're 100%. still not so giving the us respect. For you guys? Is that the best That's situation? That is the best three, situation. Three ranking, I don't have a problem with it for that reason. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all was number one right now, you think y'all would, you know. I would be scared playing Virginia if we were number one right now because I probably feel like you some people, exactly. Some people would be like, "Yep, we made it." This and that. But the fact that we're still number three is a great and we thing. We know how to win in close games. I mean, exactly. We know how to win close games. Exactly. And, and, Thank and you. you think for- about it. No, um, <laughs> before the Notre Dame game, Mark Rick played a video clip. I mean, a video with the clip of all the media members picking saying that Notre Miami Dame. was a fraud. Yeah. And you see what they came out and did, and they kept saying that, like they felt disrespected. You know what I mean? So. So can I this like team the win the championship? This, that, yes. That's yeah, the yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. The funny thing about Does it, it is, though, Alabama, first. everybody look human this year. You know what I'm saying? Alabama is beatable. Okay. I'm Clemson is definitely beatable. Yeah. Our struggle would be Oklahoma. Yeah. I don't think they could put up points. Yeah. See, that's the scary thing. Yeah, that's, that's true. My thing is, the funny thing about this UM team, 
I was very high on them again going into the uh, going into the season. We were but they are two years ahead of schedule because yeah, are, of the depth that we have. Because it's a lot of freshmen in South Exactly. Thing, right? we Only are t- one starting senior on defense. Exactly. Especially we are two seven, years man. ahead of schedule. So really think about this right now. If we're two years ahead of schedule, the rest of the NCAA should actually be really scared right now. Right. Because when we're next year and the year after that, when we get the 2018 and 2019 classes in and we actually have a full depth, Team, yeah. oh my God! And, and right now we got the number four recruiting hey, to, class to, in the nation. To, to your point, oh bro, my like, God! Before the Notre Dame game, we found out that Demetrius Jackson was gone for the season. And Garvin stepped right up. I, I wasn't worried at all. Exactly, Garvin, Garvin stepped came up. Right and the identical play, the strip sack. Exactly, I wasn't worried at all. Exactly. In times past, we lose a play, and I'm like, damn. That's it. You know what I mean? That's it. Mark Walton. Yeah, that's yeah, big. Yeah. Losing Walton in, in the time that we lost Walton, yeah, I would have been like, oh my god, this is the season's over. And remember before season. the season, he was. And remember before season. the season, it was like, uh, man. If they lose one running back, it could be over. We lost Walton. Next man up. Next man yeah, up, DJ Travis Homer. is actually looking way better. Like, we need to keep him on the field. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, he looks versatile. He looks like another young Peppers. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm a dynamic plays. Like, when he dove into the end zone, nigga, that's like, <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? I was like, Let wow. me tell you something. Let me tell you real quick before we get off this whole UM thing. When Trajan Bandy had that pick six right before halftime, the stadium, the stadium, bro, the stadium. This thing crazy. Like I've I've been to a lot of UM games, but I I mean it went crazy. The whole momentum. We already had the momentum on our side, but when Trajan had that pick six, bro, it was a wrap. That right there, I you see Notre. I, I sat in a section where you have UM and Notre Dame fans. The Notre Dame fans just got up and walked away because they already knew what time it was. Nah, nah, nah. Yep. <laughs> they already knew what time it was because when Trajan had that score, the whole momentum shifted, bro. True freshman. Right. Right. True freshman. Hey, that dude right there, though, man, that's a superstar. Bro. Oh, yeah, he is. True A-R-E-A-D superstar in the making. Oh, yes. Muddy, mu- Muddy Badger. Muddy Badger. Yes, so, sir. So, let, so let's do this. Um, before we get off this subject, we haven't really given any of the other teams in the top four any love, which no. is okay. We, we, we're I'm from not. South Florida. So, so my question <laughs> is, how is the college football playoff going to end up? Who's going to be in it and who's going to win the championship? We're going to start with Jason. In the championship? Yeah, who's going to be in the top four and who's going to end up winning in all? Um, Wow. I think the top four you're gonna end up with Auburn. Okay. Whoa. You, I think you're gonna end up with two SEC teams. Whoa. I think you're gonna end up with Auburn and Georgia. Whoa. I don't think Alabama gonna be there. Oh wow. Because I feel like Alabama's gonna end up with two losses. I feel Auburn's gonna catch them at the end of the year, and I feel Georgia's gonna catch them in the SEC championship. No, no, no. If Auburn beat yeah, them, yeah, Auburn's they, gonna they, play oh, the Georgia. They eliminate each other. Yeah, they eliminate okay. each other. So, um, but I feel like Auburn will be there. Okay. Auburn, um, I feel like one of these Big Ten teams that got two losses are going to just creep their way what some kind of way. Ooh. I don't think Wisconsin's winning their division. Then a Big Ten won't. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I think what's crazy, believe it or not, for whatever reason, these voters love Ohio State. They do. And I feel like Ohio State, with their two losses, if they win out, they're going to somehow get lucky. And end up in that top four because other teams are going to beat them. So because you got to remember, Miami and Clemson, one of them is going to get knocked out. Then you are. I'm already going with Alabama going to get knocked out, and 
If Auburn wins out, that means Georgia's out too. So a lot of these teams are going to knock themselves out, and these two lost teams are going to find themselves right back in the picture. And I feel like Ohio State's going some kind of way end up there again. And who ends up the champion? I think, honestly, I think Auburn could probably do it this year. Ooh. Okay, Chris. Ooh, Jason, bold prediction, Jason. That's a hot take, right? Ooh. Yeah, that's a hot take. They're, they're, they're fun to watch, though. I said, no, nah, they're fun to watch. I, I, I watched the, the Auburn game the other day. They're, they're, they're exciting. I didn't get you. Nah, yeah, they're exciting. I was, I don't know what I was doing. I was eating wings. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. give me the four teams, Chris. Um, let's see. Does it have to give you an order? Or no, no order. Just give me the four. I think Georgia be in. gets back up in there. Okay. Um, I think that was just, you know, meeting a good team. Um, UM's going to be in the conversation. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna do what they got to do. I'm, I'm a believer. Okay. You know, I'm a believer. Um... <laughs> I did hear about the Ohio State thing. That's gonna be it's gonna be a tough uh, a hill to climb, but some about that pedigree, and then um, I'm gonna go with Auburn too. Mm. Okay, oh. Jared. Oh, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, Miami, and Alabama. Mm. Who wins? Straight to the point. The U. Boom. Really? I just, I mean, the reason why I'm picking Wisconsin is they're on the same level as Miami, feeling disrespected, mm-hmm. and they're going to prove themselves. They'll beat Michigan, and then they'll win the Big Ten championship, and then they have no choice but to get into the Final Four because, you know, if Alabama wins, that's that's a given that they're going to be in there. And I know Auburn's on this high horse, but, you know, Nick Saban is legit. Even though I can't stand the man, he's legit. <laughs> he is legit. So those are my top four. And, I, I mean – Every year, there's a team that surprises the whole committee, and that's Miami this year. I, I mean, agree. like you said, two years behind, but hey, we're there right now, and it, it's time to shine. Okay, real, what you say? Four and the champion. Um, my four, I'm going with Alabama, of course. And there's no particular order, you know. I got, of course, Miami. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think Clemson get in because we're going to beat them in the ACC championship game, so okay. I'm going to eliminate them. I'm gonna go with Oklahoma, and I'm gonna. I have to go with. Um, I gotta go with one more SEC team because the way they um, picking these teams this year, man, it just seems like they make rules up as they go along. <laughs> I'm, I lost, so I, I, I gotta put Auburn in there, and then um, in that. No, actually, no, nah, I can't do that because Auburn gotta see Alabama. In the, um, but you you could do that because yeah, because you never you, know. You never yeah. because you look at it like this. If if Auburn beats Alabama and yeah, it's a close game, Alabama team definitely can. a one loss Alabama team is going to be over a two loss anybody. That's right, true, right, right, unfortunately. Right. So and they definitely going to beat Georgia from what I just saw in the SEC championship. But you know what's funny that we will bring that up. If Alabama loses to Auburn, that might actually be the best thing to happen for them because if they lose in the SEC championship game, that kills them. But if they lose and can and don't end up playing in the SEC championship game, and they just kind of sit back and, and watch and see, yeah. I think they still find themselves in that top four. Yeah. Okay. So who who won the championship, real? I like Miami. Okay. I ain't gonna lie. Just because we peaking at the right time, like you made the point earlier. Like, I mean, if you um, from the NFL to any level of football, at the end of the year, the team that's playing, gelling the way Miami gelling, 
You know what I mean? Regardless if the quarterback, if you feel like they're just serviceable, it don't matter. Right, right. Defense like that and the way they peak him, man, I like Miami. Okay. Yeah, easy. So my four is going to be Oklahoma. It's going to be Clemson, Alabama, and Wisconsin. And I like Clemson to win again. Really? Yeah. Hate, 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 hate. All right. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, Chris, you want to get us into uh, uh Hold on. Honest? You ain't, you ain't let me talk. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You ain't asked the man. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, my, 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 my bad. You know, it's too, it's too much. Uh, no, you good. You, you good, hate in the building. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for my, for, for my top four, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Oklahoma. Okay. Coming out of the Big 12. I'm going to say Wisconsin coming out of the Big 10. I'm going to say Miami beat Clemson by 14. Wow. Dang, he gave me a spread. He gave him the score, I am, too. Definitely. Okay. I'm saying you want to put some money on Ma- that because I, I Miami, like them. I like Miami them by 14. <laughs> and then what I'm going to say is, as crazy as it sounds, because Alabama is hurt right now in defense with their no, linebackers, they They're terrible right I think now. that Auburn, believe it or not, are going to beat Alabama. And then they're going to go back into that um, SEC championship game and beat Georgia again. And when they do that, that's going to actually propel them, boys. Big time. So, and, and they got to be in the playoff then. Because when you beat the number one team and then you beat the, the number one team again. So, I'm going to put Auburn in there. Now, when it goes to the top four, I don't want to be biased, but I'm going to be biased. Okay. Because I feel like right now, if Miami had to play Oklahoma – Yes, Oklahoma's definitely going to be able to put up points, but Oklahoma's defense is suspect. So I'm going to say Miami could beat Oklahoma. Auburn's defense is legit, but Stidham and their running game, I think Miami could get them because we got that speed. And then Wisconsin, we'll blow them out. I'm not worried about Wisconsin. <laughs> so Miami wins. All right, That's sure. my four. Man, so that was a lot of Miami love, man. Sorry, man. I had to make sure I tell you the So um, we're going to jump into one of our favorite segments. And uh, usually, you know, let me go find that real quick. You know, you know one, of my, one of my favorite segments because this guy just does such a great job when it comes to this. <laughs> Let him have it, man. Just in case. Getting ready? Hey. Go ahead, Jason. It is me in the background. Nice and slow. Oh, that's how, that's how we're going to do it. Yeah, that's how we're going to do it. We're going to let it ride in the background. Go ahead. All right, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it short and sweet tonight because I mean we covered a lot of stuff and you know we kind of hit topics that I was going to talk about already. Um, so I'm just going to skip around a bit. Celtics win their 13th straight. Wow. So you know after those first two losses of the season, they just been clicking on all cylinders. You guys just heard us talk about the uh, the new top five, but I'll run through it again: Alabama, Clemson, Miami, Oklahoma, Wisconsin. Uh, for those of you that are Cowgirls fans, wow. <laughs> Zeke withdraws his appeal, so he'll serve out that six-game suspension that he's been fighting all year. Wrong time. time. Wrong time. Yep. Cap GQ <laughs> Citizen of the Year. Eagles about so to shout out, <laughs> shout out to Kaepernick. Uh, Max Scherzer wins the NL Cy Young. He plays for the Nationals. Yep. It's actually his second straight year winning it. it. Uh, Corey Kluber wins the AL Cy Young for the Indians. Uh, Draymond actually made a comment the other day about LeBron. He says, Cavs fans, 
should be more concerned about LeBron's workload and not their record. Mm. Uh, Dolphins actually got their first rushing touchdown of the season. Horrible. And last but not least, um, the Monday night football game with the Dolphins and Panthers. Was so what did you just say? The Dolphins just got their first rushing touchdown of the season. <laughs> and what game yes. are we in? Like what? Eight, yes. Seventh, seventh, eighth game? Yeah, but Detroit Lions haven't had a 100-yard rusher in like two years. No, really? Because they've yeah. been, you know, Theo Riddick and Amir yeah. Abdullah. Amir yeah. Abdullah. Two years. Last, it's because Al Golden's on that team. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Last but not least, uh, the Dolphins-Panthers game on Monday Night Football was actually the fourth worst rating for Monday Night Football in the history on ESPN. Horrible. Wow. No one so. likes Cam. <laughs> the Canes so. put up numbers, though. Yes, they did. That's what I got for you guys this week and just in case. You know, like I said, I wanted to keep it sweet and see, short this week. We, we, we you know, I'm just trying to, you know, save time. We got so many people in the house tonight. You know, I just wanted to, you know, save some time because so, I know we got other things to get into. So, Jason, the um, the Warriors win tonight and beat the Celtics just in case, you know. Oh, I like how oh, you put man, that in that man, Slid, slid one in the, huh? Okay. Oh, word, they beat them already? No, 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 they, no, no they, they play tonight. No, oh, they don't. They're playing right now. No, they, should, they, no, they don't. They, they don't play tonight? I no, they don't. They, they play tomorrow night. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Exactly. Sorry. So, oh, yeah, so, like, so maybe maybe, Chris, maybe next point. week. I co-sign something I ain't even know nothing about. Exactly. Yeah. You, see that? you see how that, that's, fake news? I'm like, that's see? why they played already. Fake news. Ooh. Now, listen. I didn't get caught up in any fake news. I was I was the fact checker. I was like, where? That happened already? While we here? It must have, I was like, nobody put it on the screen. First anyway. of all, there was just no way that would have slipped by and I wouldn't have said it if exactly. it happened already. Because you're good at Justin Case. So, you would have so caught that. Brandon? You would have, you would have said something about Fair it. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> you know what's crazy, though? When we look at the standings, though, you know, a lot of these teams in general are, okay, right now, w- w- let me go to the bottom. Oh, wait. Shout out to the Cavs. They're finally over 500. Whoa. How about that? <laughs> they won tonight. So, what, they make them 8-7 and seven now in the year? Yeah. That's fine. Listen. I take that disrespect. <laughs> Listen, I I take that disrespect. You're a Cavs fan? No, no, I'm a LeBron no, he, fan. He, he, oh, oh okay. boy, here we oh. go. Oh, time out. Listen, here we go. Listen, <laughs> I had no, no, no. no. Well, I can already handle this. The Kings fans being love for a little bit. No, 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 no. It's not even that. I well, can't even think, go think. further. The Kings fans have waited some time for this. I hate when people do this. Let me tell you something. I'm a basketball. Oh, here fan. we go. No, no. First <laughs> and foremost. First and foremost, I'm a basketball fan. It's not like I can't tell you about, you know, Dewan Wagner or tell you about players from the Cavs in the past right, or whatever. Right. I'm not, like, illiterate when it comes to other teams. Like, I don't just know my team. You I got me? you. I, I have, you. you know, I have a lot of Oh, so you're a Cavs fan. I, I go through seasons. So you're you feel a Cavs me? fan. I go through seasons like they go through so seasons. So were you a Cavs fan? I was a fan back in the were day, too. Were you a Cavs too. fan I, five I years Nets ago? Fan. Listen, I was a Nets fan. What's up? So uh, I, I what's think, up? You I got think, so you're not a Nets fan now? I mean, who's on the Nets though? Besides the, the dude. So, oh, so you, so you were. He's a bandwagon. Hey, first off, uh, so, tr- first off, I wouldn't be a bandwagon. If I'm a bandwagon, then how come I love Chris Paul? But like, you'd still be I a Nets fan. If you were, you'd still be a Nets fan. So Jason, Jason, stop, stop, stop. So Chris, we need to know right now uh-huh. on the podcast. Yeah, right go, now, everybody has Put an opinion. Yeah. Who's your NBA team, bruh? Well, because right now you just mentioned three teams to me. Listen, Do you not have a NBA team nope, that you root I, for? I can't. 
So you root for players, not for teams? For players. Oh, that's, got a, that's a first. Listen, I got to. And let me tell you why. <laughs> and let me tell you why. Because, y'all, I can't, I can't stand these owners. Especially uh, when, it's, let's say I was a Clippers fan. Okay. And then what happened with Donald Sterling? I got to still be a freaking Clippers fan? I got I to gotta go against my character and be a Clippers fan even though that dude was an asshole? So what's wrong with the Heat? I'm just saying. Nah, the Heat, Mickey Harris is cool. You know, Carnival Cruise Line. I like going to <laughs> islands and shit. Listen, all I'm saying, listen, all I'm saying is I respect the Heat. That's where, that's the stadium that I've been to. I've okay. been to AAA. And, you know, that's where I got my memories. I was there when they hung up the half Jordan, I mean, half Bulls, half Wizards okay. jersey and stuff. I was in the building. Like, I, I show love to the, to, to the Heat. I respect the heat, even the Heat now. Like, it's not about whether or not LeBron's there or Wade's there. Like, okay. I, I see what they're doing. I see what Whiteside doing. But I just don't see. I, I feel like fandom, unless, like, for example, okay, I was born in Boston, right? So, mm-hmm. technically, the way it works for New England is like you gotta be a Boston fan. Like mm-hmm. you're not allowed to, you know, you gotta be a Celtics fan right. or you gotta be a Patriots fan. But right. I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I feel like that's dumb because I mean I moved away when I was 11. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, do I still need to just because I was born in a certain hospital? I gotta, I gotta be a Celtics fan. Like I don't bleed green. It ain't like that for me. But do I respect them? Do I know their history? Of course. Okay. Of course. I just think it's stupid. I don't know. So football fan of the game. Football. I feel like football is. Um, it's a lot easier to be a localized fan because of the, the what what it entails in regards to football. But I think basketball culture has is so international. Mm-hmm. It is so. It, there's so much like AAU. Mm-hmm. There's so many. You know, the, the the transactions are quicker. Things are just boom, 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 left and right. Like it's just. I feel like if you're just locked in, it's not. We're not Magic and Bird anymore. Right. It's not those days anymore. Right. So I just feel like when people are like that, when it comes to basketball, I just feel like, man, you're like a you're like a dinosaur. You're like prehistoric to me. I'm a dinosaur because I like the Heat, then. No, but you just, but you're just a you're just a Miami guy. So, I'm not a Miami guy because NFL wise, I don't like the Dolphins. I hate the Dolphins. Who do you like in the NFL? My Bucks fan. My Bucks suck. All right, so I'm you're a, a Florida fan. guy. See, I'm, you know what's funny? I'm actually uh, a Miami fan. Like I, lo- I 100% love all Miami sports. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't like the Dolphins. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Marlins. I like the Marlins. Marlins. The but I feel like you're knowledgeable about other other teams, though. True. I am. I mean, so so do, do you not understand that there are people who are Miami fans that don't know shit about the next door, like Orlando? Yeah. yeah. And so to me, that person, I don't really care much to talk about sports to that person. I agree. Because I feel like, man, you really think that you're the whole world of basketball is just surrounded by it. Like, so when we suck, you don't know anything about teams that are doing good? Well, then you're not a sports fan. I feel, exactly. I feel like you skating around your love fest you're about to get into it, LeBron. Not at all. Not at all. All I'm going to say is that I LeBron think Draymond, I think Draymond has a – I think Draymond – yeah, that was dope. That was real savage. But anyways, you know, that <laughs> should have been – for that. That should have been well, – uh, I knew we got would, the donkey of the day for that. Yeah, that's fine because Charlamagne the God is, is, is emotional. And, and that's what it is. Well, I, knew, I knew we were going to talk about that, so, you know, it didn't – Well, no, we really matter. don't got time. When we get to our last topic, it's really going to be, like, deep. Like, I know that's going to get deep. I already know that's going to get deep. But I just kind of want to just say what I have to say in regards to this Cleveland thing. I think Draymond's right. I think what Draymond said is 100% right. I think if, if for LeBron to beat – what was the team he beat that he had to put 57 up? Oh, they came back yeah. on. That was the Knicks. Yeah. No, 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 no. He didn't put fifty-seven in the Knicks. It was another team. Oh, uh, that just happened. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. What, what no, Milwaukee? it wasn't the Bucks either. He wouldn't do that to Ultimate whatever Tiannis. <laughs> it was another team, but it wasn't a team that was that great. It was just. Was it Dallas? No, it wasn't. They lost, they lost was it Atlanta, Washington? Which is the worst. Huh? Team in the league. Was it Washington? 
It, it was Washington. Yes. It was Washington. So, yeah, man. that That's not okay. Because he put up 57 and they didn't win by a lot. And, and it's one of those things where they it's like. Oklahoma syndrome. They, mm. Well, no, I don't even want to talk about Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Oklahoma they're going to get it together. Syndrome. They're going to get it together. They don't play no defense, win. The West. They don't play the West. no defense. No, one person doesn't. No, no, play. I'm not talking about Oklahoma City. I'm sorry. I mix, I, mix, I mix y'all up with the parallel. I'm talking about Oklahoma, the college football team. Man, Cleveland plays. <laughs> but that's since last year. That was since last year. Yo, Cleveland yo, plays keep amazing. On topic. Chill out. Understand the parallel. <laughs> What I'm saying All right, is, that was like, that, that, I mean, yeah, that was you we, we all, I say Oklahoma. Yeah, you don't, no, even, no, no, don't no, even no, specify but, but, but the Sooners. Times people use different sports and no, different individuals. You so get my it. Point you should have just said Oklahoma Sooners. <laughs> all right, but never mind. But people say Oklahoma City when they're talking about OKC. That's so true. Stop it. So my point is again. But we were talking about Cleveland <laughs> plays offense. Man, but angry, plays no man, defense. angry because he don't eat meat. <laughs> okay, my thing is okay. So I'm just saying they just like Oklahoma. Yes, Period. yes, you, you, you're making a valid point. Um, and we all know the defense is their biggest problem. How long did it take for them boys to win a game in the Western Conference, bruh? In your own conference. It took Oklahoma. Come on, OKC? Yeah, yeah OKC. Yeah, no, nah, It took them boys a while to win a game in their conference. You got to make sure you, gotta make sure you say OKC. Miami was 9 So and we eight, know what we're talking about. Yeah. That's a problem. Miami was 9 and 8. They're not making year. the playoffs. Hmm? Miami was nine and eight their first year being together. I just want y'all to remember that. That's true. That is yeah, true. Yeah, but they're also in the Eastern yeah, Conference. Yeah, yeah. Thank so you. They were in the Eastern Conference. Thank but the East, you. the East wasn't as terrible as it, it is now. Yeah, is it really Western that Conference, terrible though? I don't think it's that, that terrible. Is it really that terrible? I don't terrible? think it's that no. terrible. I think this is the emergence still, of young they had, talent. They exactly. Had go, they had to go through Indiana. They had to go through the Bulls, which were good at the time. But I don't think the East is that terrible right now, though, because you have a Philly team right now. Of course, back in the days, we would laugh at Philly, but that young talent they got in Philly right now is pretty good. You got a you got a Bucks team right now that actually is a pretty good team. Of course, you got Boston, you got Cleveland, and Orlando's been surprising a lot of people. I Orlando think Orlando has fizzle out though. Orlando has good talent there, so I don't want to say the East teams is that make the playoffs that have losing records in the East. Yeah, I say that now. I, I agree, teams. but we're at a, we're at a point right now though where I feel like the East is now probably about to catch up to the West. No. Not, not gonna say this season, but in the next couple of years we're gonna start to see an emergence in the East. That's how I but feel. There won't be any losing record playoff teams on the Western Conference, so yeah. Oklahoma City is definitely significantly behind in that race. I don't see them making the playoffs. That's just my opinion. Well, they need to gel. They need to go ahead and get it together and get that they defense got Carmelo. together. Carmelo. I mean, Anthony is garbage. He but, can't take teams to the playoffs. But I feel like at the end of the day, he's not a proven winner. They're they're gonna, but they're they don't gonna need to be the star right now, though. But I feel like they're gonna they're gonna make the playoffs because yeah. looking at the top eight right now in the West, I don't see Denver holding the sixth spot. Mm-mm. I don't see Memphis being there. No, um, Memphis. Hey, don't sleep on Denver. But don't sleep on Denver. I don't, I don't think I've seen sleep them play, but I just I just don't feel Denver. like Denver's okay, nice. there yet. Denver has taken a playbook out of Golden State, bro. They've drafted very well. They've brought in good veteran players, bro. I would not say I, just I think they'd make the playoffs. I this don't year. see them there this year. They make the playoffs this year. Hey, y'all ever seen Jokic pass the ball? Yep. Nasty. <laughs> Amazing. Look. Now now hold on. Now I got a question for y'all though. So um <laughs> you know, Boston's got the best record in the NBA. And, you know, a lot of people are looking at it like, oh, you know, like I guess last, last night 
they were MVP chants for Kyrie Irving. Uh. And um, my question is, for, for basketball enthusiasts like the people on this show who really understand the game, do you feel like it's a little premature? Or do you think that it's, more, it's warranted? Definitely premature. Let me say something real quick. And, again, you guys are a fan of the sport, so you guys know. A lot of people are forgetting that the NBA season started, what, two weeks early this year? So a lot of teams are still trying to gel. A lot of teams are still – because where you had time to gel in the preseason. Yeah, they only had and all the preseason camps and all that. Exactly. You didn't have that time this year because you started two weeks earlier. So right, a team – yeah. Uh, so a because team – they're spreading out the games now. They exactly. Don't want they, they don't want so many back-to-back. Exactly. So when a team like the Cavs, for example, when I look at them right now, I, we, we know the Cavs are going to make the playoffs. But at the same time, you got to give them that time to jail. They didn't have that time well, to they jail in the preseason. Yeah, they quick, though. Let me tell you why. It's already – they're at, like, what, 15 games now? It's almost 20 games in the season. Of course. That's almost a quarter of the season. Of course. But they still don't have IT yet, too. Exactly. Yeah, but they, we don't even know when that's – when do they have IT? Well – how about LeBron throwing that shade out the other day, talking about he can't wait till IT come? You got point guards in the D nine. You're already saying you can't wait till IT Derek come. Like he, he just yeah, Derrick Rose. Yeah, but Derrick Rose has missed like four. Derrick Rose games is already. always injured. I don't understand why. That- <laughs> like he's- anyway. You say it's premature. What about you, Jason? Oh, it is. It is. Everybody, everybody's agreeing with this. Thing? I don't think it's premature. So you think that Kyrie Ooh. is MVP candidate? One hundred percent. All right, that's fine. What I mean, about he's you? taking the team thirteen straight wins with no other superstars? Has he taken the team thirteen straight wins? Because I think there's like seven or six guys with du- that average double figures on that. They team. have good role and players. He, seven, seven guys. Like that's a lot of people that are averaging more than ten points a game, they and have. he's only averaging five assists. So it's not like he, like Jalen Brown was throwing at least. To Tatum, it's like the the guys on the team play well together yeah, and the they play defense. Is the, t- is the player that gets the attention, and it's the winner in that superstar team. You got five guys on the floor that start. He is the one getting all the attention. I think Kyrie, as much he as I love Kyrie, has a very strong chance of winning the MVP. Right. Maybe, maybe. I, I just think that he, he he would have a lot of trouble beating out uh, Giannis, Giannis, and, and even Porzingis at this for point. sure. Yeah, Porzingis. But Porzingis is going to get most improved. Player of the year. They're gonna, they're gonna find a way. That. They're gonna find a way to give him the most improved and somebody and, else. And Steph I is agree. playing good too. Steph like. is always playing good. Last since the the middle of last season to now, Steph has been to me the best point guard. But I don't. Yet. You know what? With Steph though, because they're monitoring his minutes this year, I don't think he's gonna be there because they're they're not gonna play him as much as they have been in the past. The guy is getting they're, they're like gonna, barely any turnovers now. Like, no, seriously, but, one of the things about Steph is that his assist has gone up, his turnovers have gone down, and his shooting percentage went up. Like, it's weird. You're right, they're monitoring his minutes, but it's one of those things that we're not paying attention to because Kevin's getting so much spotlight. But Steph has not Steph, – since he came back from being hurt mm-hmm. or whatever, he's been a monster, like an monster. absolute monster. I mean, you know what's crazy? Because they started off slow. But they're eleven and three. Yes. So I mean, I don't know <laughs> what, what, slow slow them. what slow was. So this is my thing with the whole Kyrie thing. Yes, Kyrie is a superstar because your boy got hurt, and he is the one that's carrying the team. But at the end of the day, Kyrie's not going to be able to carry this team all. In my opinion, he's not going to be able to carry his team all the way because at the end all of the day, way where to the championship or no. to the conference finals? What? I mean, I think they make it to the Eastern Conference Championship. The Eastern Conference, because that's what the NBA wants. They want to see a Cleveland versus Boston Finals. That makes that's ratings. Yeah, the matchup's not going to work in their favor, though. It's not going to match. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not going to match. It's not going to match up. Yeah, and LeBron will win. But what I'm saying is, the NBA wants to see a Boston Cleveland Finals because that's going to be ratings. So, so I, hope, but see, I, I want to slow you up there for two seconds because 
A conference finals a few years ago that I know the world wanted to see was Miami and Cleveland. So are you saying that because we want to see that, that the league's going to make that happen? Are yes. you insinuating? No, people still got to play the games, rigged? man. <laughs> yeah, no, because I'm saying, saying we want to see it like it matters. Like, let, me, let me tell you something, man. I always, I, I, I don't know why, but I've always had a strong belief that, yes, the NBA, you got to play games, but there's a lot of manipulation so you don't, you don't, going yeah, on. You, people, listen, and if you shoot the ball, like, like, they still got to go in, bro. Like, it doesn't matter how many calls you get. Sometimes you oh, still got to score. That hold on, hold on, Chris. Hold on, hold on. But back to my point. Do you not think that the world wanted to see the Heat versus Cleveland more than the world wants to see Boston versus Cleveland? that. Don't you think the world wants to see L.A. versus LeBron? I mean, I mean, Kobe versus LeBron in of the course. finals? Like, so, the whole time they were in the league together, we wanted to see that. So it never th- happened. So that's what I'm saying. So I when people... I think it would be ideal, an ideal situation, and they wouldn't welcome it, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think... Mark my words, it happens this year. Yeah. But well, does it happen this year because of performance, or does it happen this year because it's rigged? Because that's what I'm really trying to get, get to. I'm going to say it's a little bit of both. Okay, so... And because, again, when, I say, little, that, when I say a little bit of both is because, yes, Boston is a good team. We know Boston's a good team. Kyrie's Kyrie. Miami not he a has, good team? That year when Bosch and, and, and Dragic just got on the team and they should have beat Toronto. I mean, Wade had a phenomenal game six. They win in game seven and just lost. Bro, they was not going to make no, that game, man. Nah, nah. Not, not, not. We talking about the year after LeBron went first went to Cleveland? No, no, it was but, the second but year. Let's, let's, it was the second year. It wasn't wanna, the first year. No, no but think about year. it, though. No. That year, Cleveland, I think, had only beaten Miami once during the exactly. season. Exactly. Like, so, Cleveland struggled so against Miami. Is, so, I feel like that, I think that's why everybody – was looking for that because a lot of people felt Miami was the one team that, that, that could have knocked them out that year. I agree. Because I feel like that was the year they actually won. That was the year Cleveland won, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. And all yeah. I'm saying is they played Toronto in the semifinals, right? And they went to game seven. And they lost. Do you not think the world wanted to see Miami I versus think, Cleveland? Again, I think it's a little bit of matchups as well. Like the team, whatever team you're playing, whatever is the matchup. But I believe that if you look at the teams right now in the East, right now. Is that more appealing though? That's what I'm asking, John. you telling me Boston, Cleveland is more appealing than Miami, Cleveland. That's all I'm asking. Because you're saying if it's real. Right now, yes. The reason why I'm saying that is because the whole Kyrie-LeBron dynamic. I'm thinking yes. So you think that's more of a dynamic than so. him winning championships with the guy that got him there, and no, so not, not, not not championships. I think that the Rain. NBA in the world and the ratings, so the they want to see Kyrie versus wow. LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals okay. to go to the NBA. I mean, the way it's finals. looking, though, the way it's looking like Cleveland might mess around and be the eight seed, and they're gonna have to take him out in the first round anyway. Well, it, but it, no, it's but, gonna, <laughs> or they could be the four seed. Yeah, let's let's say, yeah, let's say this. Though. They want to see that matchup, though. Period. I think I think a lot of um. I think a lot of the notoriety and a lot of the praise we give Kyrie has more to do with play style than it does with actual production because, you know. Damn, you just hit something right on the head. Yeah, like he's. God. Yeah, like he's. Damn, it's like when he scores one bucket, it's like he almost Yeah, his finesse. Because, because he gets a lot of praise for these 25-point games. Meanwhile, you got, you got people dropping 40. You got people doing 35. You got people dropping 57 already this year. And it's like we're saying this guy is a potential MVP candidate while he's got 
six or seven I think guys. It's his team success, though, Chris. I think Bradley Brad Stevens is the best coach in the East, and he he is comfortable coaching young talent because of his background. Obviously, as a college coach, so he's in his element with surrounded by. Phenomenal young talent, young and talent. he is already a great playmaker. Like, like you know, uh, he, he puts good plays together, and he's also able to shield. He was able to shield a, a poor defensive player as Isaiah, and and still have the number one defense in the East Eastern wow. Conference. So good it's like point. he he knows what to do with the right pieces. So, so wait, why are we giving the credit to this guy when that guy is just as wait? So to your point success. right there, then they were number one last year too, right? Yeah, in the East. So so. You just said that he was able to shield yeah. wow. IT. Yeah. Cleveland was. Cleveland's already probably one of the worst defensive teams this year. True. Mm-hmm. So you think they're gonna get better with IT after you just said <laughs> what you just said. This is this is what I wanted to understand though. Because we are Yeah, yeah he's he's terrible. They're not going to <laughs> they're not going to improve dramatically defensively. But they're gonna add another twenty points to every score that so every every score that you saw them lose by add twenty to it. No, you got to take away because no, you don't. You, no, you don't, bro. It's what team do you defense. So, what, they're not. Wait, wait, wait. You're, so you're, no. you're talking about adding another twenty points to to Cleveland's score. Mm-hmm. That means someone else is not getting those no, points. See, that's the, let me tell you, let me tell you what, where that's coming from. Where, we said that someone else isn't getting those points. No, it could be their field goal percentage could go up, and more people are scoring. You know, less people are missing shots. What I'm saying is, when you have a guy like it, what happens? What tends to happen, right? When you play team defense, and let's let's just put ourselves into this because everybody has a opinion. Let's put ourselves in this. When you play on the part with somebody, right, and you know somebody's bad on defense, what do you do? What do you do? That's you hedge off, player. right? You hedge off, right? And what does the other team try to do? They try to what? They try to exploit that, right? right? If you know how to manage that properly, that can create more turnovers for you. Because you know they're going to try to take advantage of this guy. You come off on the help side. Unless they're a solid player that can always get their guy, you know, unless people are cutting to the – like they're going to find ways to make that work in their favor. That just like Boston sense. did. Boston did it last year. You, you, you're, missing, you're missing what I'm saying. Because you, you, you're automatically saying that they're going to have – they're going to score 20 more points if it comes in and averages 20 points a game i know what you're saying some, someone what you're someone saying. is someone that's averaging 15 right now is can not going to be averaging can 15. i say 10 if that's if that's really if you want to get that technical can i say because 10? i'm looking at what they put up so far this year mm-hmm. i mean cleveland has scored 100 points in just about every game except one it looks like no two orlando and new york but they're not going to shoot the ball more I mean, you only get so many shots per game, right. so, so many possessions per game. I yeah, don't okay. see so how... Then, so then the real answer to this question goes into whether or not, you know, if, if he comes in and he's shooting a high percentage... How many points he, is Derrick... I'm going to make this simple. How many points is Derrick Rose averaging? I think nine. Nah, maybe like 15. I think he was around 14 if I, when he was injured. Like maybe, I'll pull it up right now. Okay, so my point is, I think IT's not going to be at 29 like he was last year. 14.3. Okay, so, okay, closer to 15, like I said. No, closer to 14. <laughs> but you said 9. <laughs> closer three. to four, point 15, three. like point I three. said, not like you said. Well, well, so 14.3 like is, is closer to 14. So, anyway, so as I'm saying, um, <laughs> IT is probably going to average about 22, 23 points. Mm-hmm. So, to Chris's point, Hold it me. may not be 20. It may not be 20 points, so it'll be additional seven to nine points because he'll play that position. He'll start there, and his production will be seven to ten points more than the, the production there right now. And, 
And the type of play style that he brings to the table is, an ener- is something that energizes his team. We're talking about fourth quarter. We're talking about high, you know, big shots, deep, deep threes, back-to-back, you know, streaky shooting. Oh yeah, he's number number one in fourth quarter scoring. Last yeah, year. so these type of things are things that are going to energize so, the team. And again, so they're going to someone's numbers are going down. Then well, I said seven to ten points. But, but okay, <laughs> I, I'll give you that. But now, if you're talking about how he's fourth quarter player so that means lebron's numbers are going to dip a little bit then no that means oh that's not on. mean that that means kevin love kevin trash his lo- Ooh, his numbers are going to dip that, as none, well. of, none of that mi- Yo, no you kevin trash's numbers dip once I, it comes I, back you want to know why i don't kevin agree with you trash. you want to know why oh, i don't agree with you that trash. let me tell you let me tell you. yeah no, straight just, hot if, if, but he never podcast, could, you know, he says, hey, listen, listen, listen John, he never could mention six better power forwards, but the man is trash. Yeah, he couldn't. He, he, the he, man he, is trash. Anyways, that's, <laughs> listen, they got a first unit, they got so a second got unit. So, so Rose is going to still First of all, Rose, let's, let's be real. Rose may get lucky if he could get through 30 games this year. Whatever, dude. All right. So. <laughs> No, no. I forgot who no, I was no, talking about. You know why I don't like go. this? You Here we go. Like the love fest. He's so biased. Go. He's so biased, bro. So Kyrie, so Kyrie doesn't get injured too? Kyrie hasn't had seasons played with injuries? Kyrie played well, how many games in college? What are you saying right now? You Yo. act like Rose the only dude that gets hurt. Not like Rose. Yeah, you're well, right. You're right. Rose, Rose is, is like I know. Rose's symbol is the wheelchair. But, but, this, but this I'm is, saying, like, I, but I'm saying, though, you're, you're making it seem like Derrick Rose is the only guy who ever gets hurt in the NBA. Rose like, is playing with a little bit of motivation because – Rose is playing with a little bit of motivation because this is a contract year for Rose because mean? he only signed a one year deal. So last year, so he last needs year was a contract year to play. Too, he balled out 18 points a game. And, and he took a veteran's minimum to play with LeBron. To play, exactly, to play with Cleveland. <laughs> so Rose is going into this whole thing because I actually read an uh, article where he's going into the season like a contract Look, year. Like, yo, I'm going to go ahead and ball out nobody, and have these boys pay me. Nobody is paying Rose anything after this year. I don't care what he does. Nobody is going to pay Rose no, anything no. after this year. Exactly. He's going he's gonna to be that backup getting maybe five mil a season. He is not getting any paydays anymore. He is done. Wow. Anyways, if he win, if they win though, that's that doesn't matter, right? If they win, what the championship? Who knows? What what about a contract? <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> he he probably won't care. I mean, obviously, he went to Cleveland to put himself in the opportunity to win. Well, but we're talking about we're we're talking about a contract after I like this. Cleveland this year. You like him? I do. Cleveland to do what? Win. Win Whoa. what? Championship. Man, Cleveland is <laughs> yo. Cleveland's team this year is worse than it was last year. There's no way they're beating Golden and that's State. That's so cute how you you talk about a team that's been together for like two months versus a team that's been together for three years. You know, yeah, you know, let's just compare them. Yeah, the same. Yeah. Watch. You know, yeah. Watch, watch, you know the watch. funny thing about it is though, <laughs> going into this season, I had a little conspiracy theory that I talked to one of my homeboys. Not a conspiracy, theory, but like a little theory that I felt like LeBron would have thrown his chances of going to the finals this year because. Again, his legacy, him going to the finals again and to lose again, his legacy goes down the drain. How? I don't, I don't think, I don't I think, think you get, I don't think you get, you don't get, okay, so to me, it's, bro, he's like, been to I the always, finals I, how many times? Wait, what is it like? Two, else from 2K going, when your player let, get them legacy points? Oh, that's mad. Hold on, let me, Madison, let me stop Madison, all, all this madness real quick. Does anybody know who the logo is? Yeah, that's Jerry West. How many championships did he lose? Do you know? Jerry West, he was with the Lakers, I know. know. We lost six, seven. Do you know? I don't know. It was a lot. Do you know real? 
Was it Jerry, nine? Do you know? Was it nine? I do not. I'm not going to even Yeah, I don't know, too. So what's the number? He was one in eight. In Whoa. The and he is the logo. Jerry West is one in eight, bro? Yeah. But see, it, it's about who it is. It's a different age, though. It's, it's a different age. Bro, bro. It's, bro. it's a different we age, though. About, we talk about... Jordan no, being you, you six and zero. Oh. You can't talk about we'll talk about Chris. Jordan being. No, it's not. A, don't do that. See, that's, that's here you go. No, don't about do to get in his feelings. Here we no, go. because that, here we when go. you do that, when you do that, it's like that whole. It's like when people. It's like the same people that be on on the internet that you know they they be seeing you say something about like like you know police brutality and they be like, oh you liberal libtard you retard. <laughs> and they, meanwhile, you're like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not even a. I don't, I'm not even a registered Democrat. I don't even like Obama. Like, what? You know, like, it's crazy. But anyways, so all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, bro, is that it's funny how when we talk about Jordan, we talk about 6-0 in the finals, but yet we already had this discussion on our previous show how we, he really didn't play anybody versus the teams that he, he was, he always had a better team than the teams he was playing against. It was never like he was the underdog fighting back. He, his team was always a little bit more dominant than the other teams. But... Meanwhile, we don't talk about all those years. He's been, how, how, how many years did uh, Jordan play total? Fifteen. Fifteen, right? right. So, and he went, and he went to the NBA Finals? Six times. Six times, right? Towards but the end. All of those other years that he was, when he was getting knocked out in the first. Detroit, has, bad has, boys. Has, has Cleveland, has LeBron ever been knocked out the first round? Absolutely not. Let me tell you something. LeBron's legacy, yes, okay. I, I did that to mess with you, but okay. LeBron definitely has a good legacy. But what I'm saying is, though, to be the king to be the superstar to be the man and to go to the finals all like what eight years in a row and to only come out with how many how many rings out of those eight years like to me i felt like i just felt like lebron would, would be crazy be to go would you rather to not go at all yeah i feel i feel it doesn't hurt his legacy i mean I feel it. It doesn't hurt it. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you win. You, someone's got to win. Someone's got to lose. Let me put it to you like this: He's won a couple. He's won a few. So you know, it is what it is. Jordan's team would have never beat that team from last year. Yeah, they wouldn't be. They, they wouldn't be Golden State. They wouldn't be Golden State. Nah, nobody. They, would be they, would, State. they wouldn't be Golden State. No, I agree. So, so, and, and so would, I don't understand I how they you guys be, look at a Cleveland team this year that's going to be Golden State. Chris, what's wrong with you? Listen, time out. Brandon said that. You can't trust and second, the vegan. And second, I'm, and second, <laughs> I'm hoping for, I'm hoping, and, and, and this is not nice to say, but I'm just hoping that somebody tweaks an ankle or something. Damn, that's my stuff. <laughs> you know, I didn't say severely. Go to state is next man up, bro. No, 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 don't do that. Go to state is next man up, bro. No, they're not. Not certain, not certain. Swaggy people. P gonna come on there and drop thirty on not you. Not certain people. Not certain people. <laughs> you can't. You can't replace. You can't replace Draymond. You can't replace Draymond, but they got a nice rookie, and you got a David West on the bench that can actually it, come in and give you reliable and those are the people, minutes. And, and those are the people that I feel like Cleveland will be. No, because if you have Kevin Love playing the center for your team, right. I don't think that even if you took Draymond out of that equation, I still think that the David West or that Ricky from Oregon, I forgot his name, Jordan Bell, Bell, will still give Kevin Love fits. You think Cleveland makes another move before the, the trade deadline? They have to. They got no choice. I think because I they're think, old. I think, they I think can't Kevin run Trash is gone. State. I, I, I honestly feel Kevin Trash will not be. Stop calling him that. Because if he ever listens look. to the show, <laughs> I don't want to have to, like, Cover for you, man. I don't care what you got to do. If he was you don't got to cover for you, me. You wouldn't say that to his face. Yeah, I would. He's you, trash. Oh, man. He's wow. trash. Oh, man. Yo, I, everybody has an opinion. Yeah, right. And that's the, the and he's trash, in my opinion. 
right, so, so listen, we this here was nor the, there. Trash. This was, this was the illest tangent, but we do have one more topic we want to touch on. Hopefully, we can be, be a little insightful on this, <laughs> you know, because I feel like we got a good core here. But it's oh, a, um, a little real quick, go ahead, go ahead, say. Oh, last little tidbit. Insult. He's gonna insult me somehow. No, no, I'm not gonna insult you at all. All right, cool. Yeah, I am. So, <laughs> right now, Boston has five people averaging double figures. More than five. Only five. More than Look five. Look at the stats. Yo, Only five. Nine point nine stats. is ten. Look Yo, at the stats. All right, bro. All right. All right. I hate when you do that. Rosier is 9.9. You got to add Rosier. 9.6. Relax. You, you got to add relax. that. Hey, hey, Cle- Cleveland's, got five. Cleveland's got five as well. You, Just saying. You see this guy? All right. Go on, go on to your next thing you now. You see this guy? Go on to the next thing now. You see this guy? Here we go. All right. Are all you right. want to confess your love for LeBron again? Not at all. Not all at right, all. Good. All right. So earlier this week, GQ magazine basically named – Colin Kaepernick as the citizen of the year. About time. Now, a lot of people felt some type of way about it. I believe, what was the name of that lady? She was an ex-ESPN um, reporter. She was one of the first people to tweet about, oh, how we give, how, um, how are we going to give someone who wore pig socks and a Castro t-shirt, um, you know, citizen of the year when J.J. Watt, you know, raised $37 million mm. for Hurricane. And then the first, my first reaction to this when I heard that was, J.J. Watt and Colin Kaepernick are both great people. Right. Absolutely. Respect. I have nothing but respect for Watt as a player and, you know, off the field and what he's done. But, I mean, there's a difference between being a celebrity and waiting for a natural disaster to come out to happen and then you playing for the city you play for to go out there and basically – Help people raise money when you're the best player on your team mm-hmm. and people already love you. And it's like people spending their money to support something that they were probably going to support anyways. So you just happen to, you know, get on that versus losing your job. And people can say, oh, he didn't take the man. He, a he man's got to stand for what he stands for. Right. So, John Lynch said it and people keep missing that. And so they basically keep saying that Kaepernick bit off his nose despite his face uh-huh. by, by um, opting out. But Lynch said he was going to release him regardless. Yeah. So I might as well go out the way I want to go out and have you release me. Correct. So, you know, you have that situation. He's, uh, what is he? He's donated about $900,000. Yes. Um, so far of his own money. Uh, what was it? The, the 50 tons to so Somalia. Right. You know, uh, in terms of the, um, the food and the, the aid. Right. And so on and so forth. Um, what we got. He was at, he was in Houston. And he he in New York and multiple other, like the He's thing is in New York I know that in New York all I know all I know all I know is that when you're putting sacrifices out where you you're, you're doing you're saying something that's not necessarily the most popular thing you know and you're you're going through extreme levels of scrutiny you're constantly being you know talked about you know all every channel whether it's sports whether it's CNN or Fox News or the, the internet, whatever it may be, and for him to do what he's done, I mean, he's out here doing the, the camps with the kids. He's been tra- he's been teaching kids about their rights and so on and so forth. He's been in the streets, in the community. I kind of feel like, what is there not to understand here? If the worst thing you could say about Colin Kaepernick has to do with the articles of clothing that he decides to wear as an adult, you know, then by by all means, then well, you know, not the worst thing you could say in terms of his detractors and. His opposition. What, are, what is, what's the worst thing the that you The worst thing you can say is he's un-American. He's anti-American. No, well, yeah, he's anti-American. but. That's, that's the worst thing you can say. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, in terms of things that 
it, see, when you say something is anti-American, it's kind of like, like I could feel like when we say French fries, that's anti-American. We should call them freedom fries, just like you know they said before. Why are we calling it French? You know, such and such. You know, it's stupid. But no, of course, I'm just, it's I'm, not. It's not like based <laughs> on fact. Whereas him wearing pig socks, that was a fact. Where him wearing the, the Castro shirt that also had Malcolm X on it as well, which seems to be always removed from the conversation, mm-hmm. you know, that is a fact. And so if these are things that people are genuinely, truly upset about, by all means, I can, I, can, I can eat that. Because I can't say, no, he didn't do that. He absolutely did that. And was it the best decision to make? Probably not. But was it life or death the way I hear people talking about it? Hell no. But that's, what, that's where we're at right now. But my thing is, I've heard that what was it? Um, what's the name of the lady? Roman R- Ronan Faro, or I've heard the lady who first came out and talked about the sexual abuse stuff. I heard they said she should have been citizen uh, uh, of the year, and then I heard J.J. Watt should have been citizen of the year, and such and such. Guys, do you think they made a mistake here? Do you think this is a big deal? And why? And if you look in the past, like, did we ever care about the citizen of the year? Why is this a big deal now? You know, is it because it's common? I've never even heard of this award. And let me even go a step further. It was last year. When I Googled, when I Googled it, I couldn't even see who the winner was last year so I can have something to compare it to. Correct. So I was trying to figure out who or what type of person (coughs) do you give this award to. I couldn't even fucking find it. Yeah. My thing is, first and foremost, I believe that he deserves the citizen of the year award. Second of all, I think that the reason why they're making such a big deal out of it because what they wanted to do with Colin Kaepernick is after he lost his job is they wanted him to be, I guess, go under the radar. You don't hear about him anymore. You don't see him doing things in the community no more. And the fact that he's stepping up and he's doing all these things despite not getting a call from an owner or whatever to come and play for a team, that bothers them. So I feel like him going to the schools and donating the money and, and donating his time and doing all this, he deserves this award more than anybody because he took a stance that we all, everybody, don't matter what color you are, don't matter what, what gender you are, it doesn't matter. He took a stance for something that we all should believe in. And he did not care what the result was, was or was going to be. He did not care that I may lose my job. I don't care. I'm getting threatened. Um, threatening letters he took a stance and said i'm this is my stance i'm gonna stand with it and that's just what it is and the fact that he did not go under the radar after he lost his job that speaks volumes because anybody could be like man i lost my job i'm depressed i'm just gonna go ahead and just chill no nah, not colin colin is still out there very vocal he's still in the community doing his thing so with him being in the community doing his thing despite losing his job he deserves that award 100% in my eyes. Do you, do you think GQ did that to sell magazines or to Absolutely. get publicity? For That's sure. my thought process. They, they put him on the cover. I don't have publicity. to. I, I don't disagree what's with you on that. Record? What's their track record? What's, what's, what's their track record with um with um as far as calling his cause before they did that? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's they, 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 do they stand behind his cause? You know what I mean? That's a good point. You feel me? Like, have they have any coverage yeah, of you know Colin Kaepernick in their magazine or their publication yeah, before the this? That's yeah, a good point. Yeah, so, so it's two things going on. Jared says it's to sell magazines, right, which I agree with. And then if we're going to have a citizen of the year, do you think he deserved it, whether it was about selling magazines or not? So I'm going to ask you that question, Jared. Whether, whether it was about selling magazines or not, who do you give the award to if you know of any other public figures that could get this type of recognition? Well, I mean, I do believe he did deserve it 100%. I mean, for what he's standing up for is something that, you know, society should 
you know, shine a light on and a huge spotlight because mm-hmm. it is, you know, an unfortunate situation of how we live in America these days. And, you know, he is standing by his word. You know, he is out in the community. He is doing the right thing. So he's leading by example. You know, he's not ask, asking for praise. He's not asking for anything. He was just doing what he felt was right. So, um, you know, J.J. Watt, you know, like he did an amazing job. He raised money, but he did it for his city. Was he doing that for Hurricane Irma? Mm-hmm. You know, no. He was doing mm-hmm. that for Houston. Houston, that's it. So, I mean. Maria, too. Yeah, yeah. Colin is doing this for the world, you know, for the world. Right. And right. this is something that's beautiful to see. And, you know, I stand by it 100%, and I'm thankful that he did get recognized in that manner, even though it may have been, you know, not the correct reason. But he definitely, um, you know, is pushing that envelope, and, you know, I'm thankful that he did. You know, there's a, there's a viral image going out right now in regards to former covers of GQ magazine. And they had um, they had Weinstein, they had they had <laughs> Louis C.K., wow. they had Kevin Spacey, they had you know, and so on and so forth. And then, but the, they weren't citizens. And of the, the tag the tag basically says that GQ really knows how to pick them. Wow. Meanwhile, we forget that Time Magazine also had Colin Kaepernick as the cover of their magazine, mm-hmm. and we all know that Donald Trump's been on the cover of Time plenty of times as well, and also on the cover of GQ as well, so on and so forth. So I just think it's weird how how selective certain people who are against whatever. But but I, I guess, I don't know, for me, what you said was perfect, man, uh, Jared. That was real That was real on point and eloquent. You said that, you know, what, what Watt did was for his city, was for his, his, his area, where he, where he is currently. What Kaepernick's doing is affecting the world. And it's funny because... People, people use the comparisons of, you know, Jackie Robinson. People use the, and they say, how could you compare that? That was during a time where there was, there was actual racism and there was actual injustice. And, and that's what, that's exactly why he's doing what he's doing. Because we live in this dream state that this thing, that, that there isn't still actual injustice. There isn't still actual, like even with neo-Nazis roaming the streets Hmm. here in Poland, all over the world, even with that happening right now, we still live in a society that thinks that this is all in the past. I'm not saying that it's, you know, things aren't better. And he's not saying that things aren't better. But what he's saying is, listen, kneeling to this particular song that, you know, to me, I, I use that as my opportunity to, to, to kind of show you, hey, we, need, we can do better as a country. Of course, of course. At the end of the day, what we have to realize is that, you know, even with my comments about being anti-American, um, when, you, when you say something in, and in criticism to anything, people always do the extreme. So you say, I'm against police brutality, then they automatically categorize you as somebody that's anti-cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so at the end of the day, when we talk about things like this, we have to realize that just because you criticize somebody doesn't mean that you don't love it or love them. Mm-hmm. You just want them to do better. So mm-hmm. imagine if I was in a relationship with my father and he abused me, right? But I love my father. He taught me what I know today. He clothed me. He fed me. But I, I sat down and had a conversation with my dad, and I said, Pops, you know, as an adult now, I see that you, you gave me these tools to do these things, but I really wish you would have showed me a little more love and affection. That doesn't mean I didn't have the problems that I had with you, and that doesn't mean that I don't love you. You're still my dad. You see what I'm saying? So that's the same 
plight that black people have with this country. It's like, it's not that you didn't give us the opportunities to be millionaires. It's not that we're still in chains. It's the fact that we know you can do better in the same situation. Like if I was in a domestic situation with my father, Pop, I know you can do better. You didn't have to put your hands on me like that and, and this, that, and the third. So a lot of times we have to stop pitting things as the extreme. Like just because I don't like something doesn't mean I don't love it and that I shouldn't be able to criticize it. Mm. Mm. Hey, probably should it. leave it there. Yeah, I think I that mean, was. I think that was, that was. The, the mics too. Uh, you know, <laughs> fire extinguisher. No, but I mean it's powerful, man. And shout out to you know GQ in general for taking that risk yeah. because the first thing that I heard was, oh, failing magazine, failing liberal magazine, trying the trying to stay relevant. It's just like, dog, like, man, y'all did not care about who the citizen of, of the year was, and now the fact that it's this guy, you just don't want him to get any type of recognition. Exactly. Well, let, me, let me ask another question that may, exactly. may put us in a different state. Um, somebody said to me when they seen it, they didn't mind him getting the award, but when they seen it, they thought that they had to make him the rebel but when you're fighting for equality, why are you the rebel? And, and they said that because of the garb he was in. He mm. looks like a Black Panther. But when I think about Colin Kaepernick, I think about more Martin Luther King than I think about Black Panthers. Like, mm -hmm. the Panthers were a little more extreme. Exactly. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, he's so, very passive. Right, and so they put him in the garb of the rebel, but is he really a rebel? You kind of see what I'm saying? Like He still is. Let me tell you what I mean okay. by that. He still is because, you know, but, but one of the people classified as a rebel. No, 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 no. I want no. equality. No, I understand. I understand. I think I think he's um, I think he's more of like, I'm going to demand it instead of asking for it, though. And I think that's what's rebellious. I think the fact that he, you could see go back to those interviews. He's he's like he's like, no, for sure. Like, like, you know, I'm, I'm protesting the the in, the unfair treatment of people of color in this country. Like he's like his his. Attitude, like he's like you know, like he's he's right. all in, he's all in there, and, and, and so I think that's what makes him look like the rebel. But it's not like he's out here talking about let's arm our community, you know, let's fight back, but let's that's fight what the I'm power. Saying, so he should have been in a suit, is what I'm saying, because symbolism means a lot. What I'm saying is he is way more Martin Luther King than he is Bobby Seale or Huey P. Newton. That's all I'm saying. And so now we're in this day and age where we're looking at him through the scope. If you look at that picture and you mm -hmm. understand symbolism, mm -hmm. you're looking at him like the people that were in shootouts. Right. Yeah. With the FBI and As stuff. As opposed right. to the men that are in suits holding right. hands getting attacked by dogs and right. seeing the fire hose. We're talking about two different situations. Panthers weren't getting holes. Panthers yeah. had shotguns. They were in yeah. houses peeking out. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And getting gunned down like somebody like Fred Hampton. So I'm just saying, like, it's, it's crazy how, even with a Martin Luther King, that they see him as a troublemaker at the time. But, again, it's just about equality. So let me, let me, let me to, 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 to your point real quick, how do, how do we know that that's not something that he chose to wear, though? And the reason why I'm saying that is because <laughs> I saw an article where he just went, and, and don't kill me because I forgot their names, but the two uh, Olympians that threw their Carlo, fist up, he just met them and had, had a conversation, and he was saying that he looked up to them and everything. Right. Not to say that they're Black Panthers, but they stood up for something, and right. that was their symbol. I'm with you. So how do, how, how do we not know that this is what Colin went to the, uh, to the photo shoot and said, hey, been. I don't want to wear no suit. This is what I want to put on. I want to put on my and black. I hope, if, that's what, I hope that's what he did as opposed to them putting him in it. Correct. 
And if anybody would have had to say on what he was wearing, it was probably his girl. Right. And if it was his girl, and she, she's she, very vocal. She's definitely savage. Yeah, she is. She's she's she she she's she's a sada. Yeah. Yes. She's a sada. She's not Coretta. She's a sada. She's a sada. She's fit. Yeah. She's savage. So you know, I mean, I don't know. I. But you, I'm just saying it was interesting. No, somebody said that point. to me. Right. Like, point. Hmm, that is a good point. I didn't think about it. Like, that is that know. is a good point though, because I I didn't even like put two and two together when you like when you just said it. It, it just together. hit me. I'm like, damn, that is true. But then in my in my head, automatically just said, well, how do I know he ain't go there and say, hey, this is what I want to put on. I'm rocking. No, that's cool. I'm with that. But I mean, you know, you know the I guess the other thing to kind of wrap this up because we do have you still got something else you gotta yeah you you got you got a point on this. Um, no, I, I, I mean, as far as him being a um, G, GQ man, of the, I mean, citizen or whatever, I don't really care about that. <laughs> but I do, um, I do, I love what he stands for, you know what I mean? All right, that's where I stand with it. Um, I love what he stands for, and um, you know what I mean? I, I don't know the qualifications to be the citizen of the year, so that's why I really don't have a point. But I love what he stands for, that's point blank, period, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think I think that's why he stays silent all the time. Mm-hmm. He's not worried about the accolades. Like mm-hmm. he don't. That's not what he's doing it for. He's not doing it for the accolades. And that's why you know when you come out, I think he tweeted and just all he said was you know I'm honored. Yep. That was it. Yep. You know he wasn't he wasn't going into no full speech or, mm-hmm. or making it all about him or anything like I'm honored and keep it moving. You know what I mean? Like so I feel you know it's just he's doing what he's doing because this is what he wants to do. You know, he's not doing it because anyone's making him do it or anything like that. And that's what, you know, we all have to appreciate. You know, he's actually doing what he wants to do. I respect that. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I guess, what is it? Almost, It's almost time. We're almost wrapped up with the show. For those of you that have been uh, tuned in, one of the things I just wanted to say in regards to this was that, can you imagine that something as radical as, hey, please stop killing us, could put somebody in a situation where they're out of work, they're, they're, you know, they're seen as a rebel, they're, they're, people are all over the country have a, some kind of divisive opinion about them. Like, to me, I just felt like this is an eye-opener for a lot of us because, you know, a lot of us are in corporate world. A lot of us may have, you know, a job somewhere working for somebody or even if we have businesses, you know, just being mindful and understanding that, you know, you still have to somewhat find a way. It's it's not a digestible topic, and mm-hmm. it should be. Like, it should be, like, real easy to say, like, hey, man, this isn't fair. We should fix this. Or, hey, man, this isn't fair. We should come together and try to fix this. Just like what's, what happened in, you know, situations. We, like we said, we can't bring up gun control. We can't bring, There's so many things today still in 2017 that are not easily digested by our society and I think when you see Colin, I think that's kind of why it's such a big deal. It's because, man, like, this guy put it all on the line, and it seems like he's going to end up on top at the end of the day. I hope he, I hope he does. Yeah. yeah. I hope and that's what I – and I guess that, that to me is what instills some courage in me because I've always felt certain ways about certain things, but I always said to myself, man, I can't talk about this because it's going to rub people the wrong way. And, you know, whether you want to look at it on each side of the spectrum, he's not the only person that's saying what's on his heart and getting away with it. Obviously, we know that no matter what side of the spectrum you're a part of, that is the new norm now. It's like, don't be politically correct. Say what you feel. But I just feel like in terms of trying to go out there and enact social change, 
it's powerful to see somebody who didn't just say it, but is living it every single day. That's right. So anyways, man, we're all entitled to our opinions, but... We're not entitled to our own set of facts. So fact of the day, (laughs) November 15th. 2017, we're going to go all the way back to 1960. Now, there are six men that have done what this man has did, and done, rather, and none of their there names are Mike. I know the English speakers were going to get on me for that. Um, <laughs> Michael Jordan didn't do it. LeBron James hasn't done it. And it scored 70 points in the game. And Elgin Bladerler did that back in 1960. He scored 71 points against the Knicks. And that is our fact of the day, the, the LeBron before the LeBron. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, so – Hopefully I did LeBron, not know that. Yeah, LeBron will drop 70 one day. Me and Chris is hoping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I don't need him to, but, you know, some people do. Devin Booker dropped 70. I know. That's crazy. Man. That was crazy. Yeah, Miami books. Miami passed on him. Who? Yeah. Miami passed on him? Yeah, he, he did pass For on who? him. For who? Justice, Justice Winslow. Justice No, yeah. that's what we did? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, my heart. Oh, wait, you're a Heat fan now. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Oh, huh? What? Saying what? Are you saying what now? Yeah. I mean, it's that's, what, that's what you said. Right down the street, right? What, what, LeBron don't play for the Heat no more? Oh, man. That's what he did, though. And he brought us rings, though. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> shout out to everybody in the building. Shout out to everybody in the studio. I want to give you guys a quick chance real quick. We only got a couple minutes, but definitely, you know, if y'all got any last words I want to say, uh, go ahead. It's all about you, man. Shout out to Colin Kaepernick, too, man. That's what's up. Man, I just appreciate being here, and, you know, hopefully I get the opportunity to come out again. Yo, it's your boy Trendsetter again, all about the U. Um, we will win the championship this year. <laughs> I did uh, predict that the Jags were going to have a good season earlier, too. Oh, so, so you sounded like Nostradamus. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, I know, right? Jeez. Um, <laughs> let me stop messing with you But, hey, man, Crystal it's ball. definitely always a pleasure when you guys have me on the show, man. I love it. All right, Thank Jason, you. you got anything, man? Go Dolphins. <laughs> you back on that, bro? I thought you retired them, Yeah, bro. I thought they were done. Just man. Just Thank like y'all Dolphin fans. Yo. <laughs> they love heartache and pain. <laughs> they do, man. At least they're diehard. Yeah, Shout they out to them. Shout Loyalty. Man. Anyways, man, see you guys next week. It's been great. You guys are listening to Everybody Has an Opinion. Make sure you follow us at EHO Podcast at Twitter. Everybody Has an Opinion on Instagram. And Everybody Has an Opinion on Facebook. Good night. Good night. Yo. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.